For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. I'm Nate Bargetsy, Brian Bates, Aaron Weber, uh, we are here. This is the Halloween episode. Halloween. Pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Fall is here and it is time to get cozy around the fire with Solo Stove. Shop their fall event now at solostove.com. Get an extra $10 off when you use promo code Nate at checkout. They even offer a lifetime warranty and a 30-day free return policy. Solostove.com. Promo code Nate. Also, thank you to our good friends at Viore for sponsoring this episode of Nate Land. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but you will enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. Mm -hmm. uh, I love Halloween, and we're going to talk about Halloween. Uh, and so these are the comments. We, a lot of this stuff is being shot a little... A, the Halloween episode, we did, we had a card malfunction, so when you see the whole episode, it's just kind of shot different, but I'm kind of excited to see it, because uh, it'll be different. I like change. I'm not, a I'm not afraid of change. Love it. Uh, might be changing y'all up. Would you uh, switch the that? whole setup in here in any? I would switch y'all. I think I'd keep this room. <laughs> I think every... I'd keep the room the same. <laughs> I think I would just change this situation. Yeah. yeah, the co-host. That, that's you know easy stuff easy easy <laughs> things to move so uh now i could see i don't know i mean i, I guess I, I i guess it's a little different because you got to think about like the comfortableness of watching this show mm -hmm. and so i wouldn't change like the setup i think because of that i mean i would change that this maybe there could be some stuff up there that gets kind of added or mm -hmm. some of the pictures could change i, I would be down for that but I kind of like something being the same. But I think that's just because it's this. I'm not against change for, you know, I can change cars. I can change. I don't. You're not a change. I I don't do as well change as I should. Yeah. We should still have, uh, what's his name? His coach, uh, the Titans, uh, uh, the the lineman, the guy that played at Penn State or something. Oh, like Mike Munchak? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as at the Brian, we should just have Mike Munchak as the coach. <laughs> he didn't love any of the changes. <laughs> Let it ride. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't do well with change. I'm uh -huh. just one of them. You're yeah. laughing like, I got a problem. Yeah. No, it's, it's just funny of, the way you said that. You said it with like a deep 
Well, like sorrow in your I voice. I think change like, is good. Most people uh, know that, but it's just hard to do it. Yeah. But you got to just change. But I mean, you don't, you rearrange your apartment? No. Well, I mean, I, don't, I live in a house, house with now, my wife, but, but yeah. But no, I never, once I set it up, I never think about it again. Yeah. You just like it to all be there. See, yeah. I think my family, we used to rearrange everything. And I mean, we'd come home and it was always like, the rooms are different. Everything's different. It was just exciting though. I always loved it. You come home and you're like, we would be, my parents would switch where the kitchen was because we had this small house. And then it was basically a two bedroom home. And then they had to make it three bedrooms. And so one bedroom is either going to be in the kitchen or it's going to be in like the den. Yeah. And so they were their bedroom was in the den. And then one day they come home, it's all in the kitchen. And then it's like, it's like it feels like a different room. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved that. So there's a chance we show up one day and this is all in the garage. I mean, the the (laughs) the only difference of, you know, I don't know. The only difference with a show is like it's a a show can't really do that because you can't. Uh I think you you know people are watching it and you need them to get used to. Everybody's got to get used to seeing, Mm -hmm. you know, like Seinfeld. If you watch Seinfeld and he had a new apartment, you'd be like, well, that's weird. That's true. So that's a little different than I think what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if I could. Yeah, if we could change our, you know, now houses are kind of the rooms are built for what they are. This was, we were in a very small house growing up. Mm -hmm. And so I think you had to do it just because you had to do it. And so now it's a little different, but I'm, I'm, I'm for change. I'm for mixing it up. I get, I can get a little bored with something. I want to just be, it could be the way I set the bus up. I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, I'm going to try this. And then. I had these shelves put in, and then I think we're going to take them out now. And, uh, and by we, Ricky. Uh, <laughs> this is how Ricky finds out. Ricky, any of those shelves removed? Uh, no. Uh, but like, I like that kind of little change here and there. It's good. Yeah. You know, mix it up. Uh, so, and this, so this episode, uh, so this is, we're doing comments separate from Mike Vecchione's on this episode of Halloween, right? Yes. Mike. Uh, and uh, it was wonderful with Mike. And I will, we will talk about Mike uh, when he's here. Uh, and if you see stuff kind of shot kind of piece by piece going forward, we're trying to keep, it will always be here, keeping the rhythm. Just, you know, bear with us if you're seeing us have different outfits on and stuff like that. Because, uh, you know, the road has been crazy. I'm still going out to see all y'all. And then, oh, this week this comes out. We were in, the day it comes out. Yeah, we'll be doing Nashville shows. Yeah, crazy week. Yeah, crazy week. Ryman, no, Grand Ole Opry, yep. Ryman, and then Columbus, Ohio. Right. Two shows, Columbus. Right. Big week. It's a big week. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited. Robert Minion. It's a tough last name. <laughs> uh, you know, Minion is not. It's not a. Doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good. Yeah, it's not flattering. Yeah. Nate might want to know that there are over 100,000 words in the English lang- English language. However, people typically use between 20 to 40,000 when they write and only about 8,000 when they speak. Please don't ask my source on this. How many do you think you use? 50. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> 50 words. Yeah. I make say, a, I do pretty good out of them. Yeah. I would like to take a transcript of one of your specials and do like a word cloud and see <laughs> yeah, see how many different it. types of words you did. I'll do that. You got to listen to it all? How do you do it? You can find – there's transcripts yeah. of it online already, oh. I'm sure, that and have then, it beat for beat. And you can see 
I mean, what do you think the most common word in your last special was? I would say like. Yeah. Just because I'm using it like or so or some of that stuff is like you're using it for the rhythm. Yeah. You know, because sure. it's like a song. So, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not good or bad. I'm just saying. Yeah. You probably do even more than 50, probably 100. Look up a special. <laughs> That would be great if it's like 60. <laughs> See if you can figure Six, it out. Don't tell me. Until 60 you words. Tell me right. on the po- I'll podcast. I'll look into it. I'll look into See it. See if it's better than – because I bet there's going to be an argument that some of those, you could argue, three of them are not even words. <laughs> what if a good 20 are not – there's 20 words in here that are not – they're your own words. <laughs> they're not real words. Not they count as my words. Yeah. yeah. Luke Lumen. Nate Land is a podcast about nothing. Aaron Land is a podcast correcting Nate Land's mistakes. I can see breakfast starting a podcast about bird watching. I'm all for that. I you can see that too. Yeah. I took my dog for a walk today, saw a couple of blue jays, checked oh, them yeah. out. I could get into bird watching. You like it? Yeah. Have you ever done it? Peaceful. Like hiked out in the woods and just No, yeah. it just looks like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know who's a big bird watcher now? Joe Zimmerman. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like yeah. in a I think oh. society or something. Yeah. <laughs> he got into it during COVID and I think he goes to Central Park and like the whole shebang. Yeah. I guess because they're telling you like which birds are rare, and so you're looking for the rare ones. I guess. So it's kind of fun. I could see it. I don't think I'm to that age yet, uh, but I bet I'm not far. Yeah. Dusty Slay does it? Well. (laughs) (laughs) I used to eat them. (laughs) Joshua Dawes. Nate is absolutely right about flipping Let's Go to get rid of it. I have a nine-year-old son who I only called bro for a month, including during a parent-teacher conference, and now he doesn't use any bro anymore. It only took two weeks of enthusiastically yelling, let's go, in response to his questions before he was eradicated at our house. Having an old guy really embrace the lingo is the quickest way to make it not cool anymore. So if you and Aaron can get backgammon to really embrace it, (laughs) we can end it forever. You need to be a let's go guy. All right, I'll start doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, let's go. Stage. Yeah. Uh, Randy Brake. <laughs> Randy Brake. <laughs> I mean, he's got to work in a I was about to say, works, works a mechanic or you something. you got to be a mechanic. Mm. Randy, don't let us down and be. A scientist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend and I played a drinking game where we took a shot every time Nate said the word, yeah. I'll be honest with you. So far, it seems good that you work in a mechanic shop. My friend exploded, and I woke up in Japan. <laughs> Loved your relaxed Southern style, and Brian and Aaron are perfect co-hosts. Thank you all for my new favorite podcast. I mean, you better have been – there better have been some cars around you. Mm-hmm. Or at least no, Randy Brake. It would be very funny if he's like, I'm in a secretary. Like, I never saw that coming. You know. He's probably young. Why do you think that? Because he's playing drinking games with his friends? I mean, it'd be great. He's 65 <laughs> years old. I mean, he's either young or, he's, or he's, it's past. Or it's just a problem. <laughs> or he's good. Or Randy's a good time. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Uh, his friend exploded and he woke up in Japan. I've never heard. That's two amazing things <laughs> to say. To, after a long night, mm-hmm. my friends exploded and I woke up in Japan. And then you walk off and people go, what? Garen Barna. This is Holly. Uh, in 2010, I was given a partly used $5 iTunes gift card by my aunt and was just getting into stand-up comedy. I bought Nate's stand-up special on a whim and was blown away. I took my iPod Touch to school that week and showed everyone I could the Cambodia rocket launcher joke 
And now 10 years later, I'm listening to this podcast, finding Nate through a partly used $5 iTunes gift card from my aunt is a fitting way to get into his comedy. I started a new job as a principal this week, and and the long drive has been made so much better by listening to Nate, Aaron, and Bob Berry. (laughs) Bo Berry? Bo Berry. Bo Berry Biscuit? Is that it? I mean, that's what this is. Is that a thing? I don't know. Uh, Bo Berry. Bo Berry Biscuit. That's a great name. Yeah, it is. Bo Berry... You call yeah. someone Bowberry Biscuit? A Bowberry Biscuit. Oh, Bojangles. Bojangles. I'm going to go down there and give me a Bowberry Biscuit <laughs> every morning. Thanks for the laugh, folks. <laughs> That's awesome. I truly appreciate that. That's cool. Look at that. Aaron used to do that Here they are. on his way home from cutting the grass. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. I didn't buy Nate's album, though. I'd, I'd download that illegally, but yeah. I bought Figure. music. You, did buy, you would listen to music, not comedy? I do remember seeing... When I was young at my grandmother's house, she had cable and I didn't. I do remember seeing you in a promo for your first, must have been your first Comedy Central. Yeah. Remember the joke about being from Tennessee and the other states? Yeah. I remember that joke when I was a kid yeah. watching that on TV. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. Wow. wow. And then I, but not enough. For Grew me up to, and met him. Not yeah. enough for me to buy it, but. Yeah. I never bought it. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Uh, remember. You remember me? First time I saw Bates on TV. Channel five. Channel four point two. Oh, that's gonna be Channel Five during his weather thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't on there. Your weather? That was just a class. Ra- Raleigh Fournier. Foreigner. <laughs> Foreigner. Foreigner. Isn't that like the running isn't there a running back name with that last name? Fournier? Forte? How would you say Matt name? Forte? Maybe I'm thinking of Forte. Maybe. But I thought, what's the running back in uh I played at LSU and then went to Leonard Jaguar. Fournette. Fournette. Yeah. Not close. I would say Fournier for this. Fournier. That would be my Riley guess. Fournier. While I was having a nap in my bed wearing just shorts and no shirt, my six-year-old daughter grabbed my phone and took some pictures of me. I had no idea this happened until a couple of days later when I was at the auto parts shop. <laughs> was Randy Blake there? Uh, <laughs> Randy I, had, Blake? I had taken a picture of my VIN number on my truck to make sure I was getting the right battery size. Instead of reading the long number off, I just passed my phone with the picture to the woman at the parts counter. She smiled while looking at the picture, entered the number, and handed the phone back to me. When I looked again at my phone, I could see the previous photos were uh, previous photos, which were of me with my shirt off, looking like I was posing for the camera. I don't know if she thought that whole thing was intentional or not, but I was definitely a little embarrassed. Gave it to her. I wonder if she did. Maybe. Maybe. Did Harper ever I take, do always think that, huh? Did Harper ever take pictures of you when she was little and you didn't know it? Uh, probably. I don't. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't. You know. can at least underst- easily understand how. That oh happened. yeah, 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 yeah. They think it's funny, and they, you know, and you don't see your phone. I mean, my pictures. I like. I, you know, I talked about it on the special. I got videos of Harper like that they make, and it goes to my iCloud. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of stuff on there that I don't see. Uh. But I do, yeah, I, I totally get that. That would totally happen, yeah. you know. Tom Sites, Nate, would you be willing to share what your TV pilot's plots were based on? I have a TV pilot for you based on Nate's joke about time travel. Slimmer to Quantum Leap, Nate gets stuck in a time travel loop in order to prevent some crisis from happening. Each episode is Nate trying to prove he is from the future, but nobody believes him. Uh, yeah, so the, the ABC one was a real, uh, like, basically everybody loves Raymond. And it was 
uh, with Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Joe. We're up. They're bringing back them back to uh, that 70s show. Yeah, I heard uh, that. Yeah. 90s rebate. So we were on the right path because uh-huh. that's what we had them as my parents. Uh, that one was that one was like I was living back in Nashville. My wife would have been from L.A. Uh, and we met in L.A. So I mean, Laura, I met in Alabama, but the idea there would have been so she moved back to Nashville and I moved home. And uh, that's that one. The time travel thing, I can tell you I pitched it as a show. A long, uh, I don't remember when. You remember like 2000? It was probably 14, 15. Yeah, sounds right. I actually sold it. as this, uh, I sold it as a script, wrote the script, and it was right when that other time travel thing came out. Uh, it was a show that came out briefly on Fox. And I was up against them. And I remember selling it. And I like they're gonna pick like who's gonna make a pilot, yeah. and it was you know and you, I was like does this one matter that they're because it was just like what are the odds, dude? We're both going to the same network and we're both pitching a time travel show, uh-huh. and uh, I was like is that is this gonna matter? You know, and they were always like nah, I don't think so. And you're <laughs> like there's no way, and it was the guys that did Last Man on Earth, uh, whoever they did all the Lego movies. They're a huge yeah. company, and. Uh, yeah. And they and so they ended up making their show, and then mine didn't, and then they own the rights to it. So when Century Fox owns your script, mm. so if I if I did it again and pitched it, it would have to be different. And I don't want to say what it was because I think I could do it as a movie. Yeah, that's the only other way around it. But so I always have that idea. So I mean, yes, it is a good idea, Tom. I'm a fan of it. A fan of it. Did that other show go very long? What? The other no. time travel. No, it was like back in time or time. Never, never heard of something. it. I actually, did, I'll tell you, I didn't really have a ton of time travel. I did have time travel on my show, but it wasn't a lot. It would have been based, I had it being two times. I'm already telling you a little. <laughs> I was a caterpillar. <laughs> Jake Peterson. Hello, folks. I recently had my own version of the Krispy Kreme Challenge. One night after a few drinks with friends, I suggested I could eat four double quarter pounders from McDonald's in under 15 minutes. My friends immediately challenged me, and when I finally attempted it, I could only eat three in 10 minutes. My stomach could not handle a fourth. Would love to hear how many double quarter pounders Aaron thinks he could eat. It's the time restriction that would mess with me. I'm not a good speed eater. Yeah. But I feel like if I just sat down and just let me make a day out of this Mm -hmm. i could eat seven or eight no problem yeah so i would say if you're doing something like this don't throw a timeout that's where people go wrong Mm -hmm. like this guy i mean so he learned he could do three and ten which is crazy three and ten but he could have done four in 30 minutes half an hour no problem and then it would have been easy and so it's like i almost would be like i'll i wouldn't if you what what I've learned from hearing some stories is we're quick to give times out because we think I'll do it in 15 minutes. Like you're, you know, and you got to go start to give yourself a little, uh, go hard on the number mm-hmm. and and give yourself a little loose ending just to be like in 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I think I disagree. I think the more time passes, then your stomach catches up with you and you start realizing you're full. Where if you do it speed, you can do more because you don't even realize yet that you're full. Yeah, but he did three in 10 minutes. That's too quick. And then that's like, you're going to get sick. So like you just eat it, eat it, and then you can eat the other one. Just give yourself a little 
Like he could probably said 20 minutes and probably done four. You would eat it still fast, mm -hmm. but I mean, three and 10 is fast. Yeah. And I think that's just too quick. I understand your point for sure. Like, you got to realize what your body knows what's going on. Yeah. Like those hot dog eating champions, I bet they couldn't eat however many they eat over two hours. Oh, I bet they could. Uh, I bet they they're could. trained. They train for maybe that. them, but this is a guy who was drunk <laughs> and sitting in their car, probably driving. This <laughs> is a Randy break. He goes, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was Jake and Randy. <laughs> they should get together. What's he talking about? Yeah. This is the guy that woke up in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was his Japan. Jonathan Fisher. Hey, guys, in the comments last week, you talked about faster cuts in film TV. Do you also find there's a, there are faster cuts you need to make in your sets? Ro Robin Williams seemed like he got faster cuts way early and was almost consumed like a newly released drug by the audience. Even if it wasn't the funniest, most prepared thing, you were still going on a roller coaster of transitions from one impression to the other. Nate's delivery, conversely, was a breath of fresh air because he takes his time and jokes, even when he is talking a little faster. Do any of the three of you feel pressure to have a faster or maybe slower rhythm? Uh, I'm kind of going through this right now, actually. Uh, and I'm trying to make myself slow down. Some of it's, I almost think I'm getting more Southern again because I'm back home. And so I'm like, I got to make sure that people can hear these words. Uh, and so I'm trying to go a little bit slower. And so I've caught myself... But the hard part is like if you, if you have a joke that you're like, I, I am not positive about this joke, then I'm going to speed it up a little bit just because I don't want to be left out there. You know, I don't want to go super slow. You know, some of if it's a joke that you're like, well, if you really think about this joke, y'all are going to realize it's stupid. <laughs> and so, you know, and, and you have some speed up moments. I'm having more speed. I'm getting a little more like, you know, speed up, could you know, a little more emotion shown, I guess. Not really animation. But I've I've weirdly have been thinking I've I thought of it just the last show I did, I thought let me slow down, and you know it's like all right, like I've always had that kind of quick like as it was in New York it was yeah. it was like well you got to murder you have five minutes <clears throat> right. and these people hate you so you got to go up and be like everything's got and you got to stay on top of them, I stayed on top of the crowd one night uh, recently because they felt a little drunk and. They felt kind of party and all this. Mm -hmm. If I'd have been too slow there, they're going to yell. They just yell stuff. So you got to, those, you kind of feel a little fat. Some of it's just the crowd. You got to figure out like, all right, I need to stay on top of these people and kind of always be talking or they're going to kind of unravel and start yelling stuff. Uh, and then sometimes you can be like, all right, I can slow it down. This crowd's into the show. That's what I believe. Yeah, and to his point, shorter attention spans because everything's quicker cuts and TV can sometimes lead to shorter attention spans in comedy. Mm -hmm. You're probably at the point now with your audience. I mean, you just said there is, are still examples where you still have to get on top of them. Yeah, but my speeding up is just to put more jokes in. Mm. So it's like even when I tell a story, I, I, there's not that – I don't really leave a lot of space. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, everything you're saying is kind of – there's a laugh. Uh, so I try to do that. So that's where I feel sped up. But I can sometimes talk too quick, too. Uh, and some of it's you got to figure out the rhythm of what you're trying to say. It's interesting. Now this new set, I would say I have, I do an hour, but I would say I have 40, I would say 
40, 45, that's pretty, that's like, I'm like, this is good. Mm-hmm. And then the other stuff is like, some of it's fine. And I mean, I, I think it's fine. It's like, but I can just look at places where I'm like, I need to work on a couple things and you can feel, you know, and some, some of that is rhythm. It's a different thing when you get into theaters. I mean, it's so different. You know, when we do theaters, it's like a different feel. The laugh is different. It's longer. It goes farther back. The pacing is different. Mm-hmm. When you're at a comedy club, everybody's kind of real close. It's mm-hmm. opposite of that. You don't feel like you have time because it's you almost feel embarrassed. Like you start like so you're like I gotta just stay on these people. Mm-hmm. In a theater, it feels it's a show, and it feels like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I completely agree. I mean, I didn't know if y'all had anything. You know? No. Uh, nah. I mean, I totally yeah. agree with you. When we yeah. did that arena uh, in Mississippi, mm-hmm. Tupelo, that was even a different. Yeah, vibe because it's so much bigger. Yeah, with Leanne Morgan. Yeah, she's out on tour now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's with you. You're yeah. going out, and then yeah, it's a whole different. That's even the, because the laughter is is different. I was talking to someone about arenas, and uh, I was talking to Dorfman Zanies, own Zanies. Me and Dorfman are close, and we were talking about this. And we, he was like saying like arenas. I I don't I want to do arenas mm-hmm. just because you do, but then it's also like I get the idea that they're they're not it maybe isn't the greatest thing, mm-hmm. but it you know, but it's like you do want to do like I want to do Bridgestone in Nashville, I want to yeah. do Madison Square Garden, you know Chicago, kind of the places I started, yeah, yeah, where I'm from would be very cool, yeah, that would to be get awesome. to do those, but I you know some I was looking at everything, look I got to try it and see what it feels like and. You could decide if you like it or don't like it mm-hmm. uh, from there, but yeah, I think you want to be like, yeah, you want to be like, I did this for sure. Yeah, definitely. The, I've done a couple. Uh, I've opened for people at arenas, and uh, and the experience of it is like awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I always think comedy's better smaller. At least I'm more comfortable when it's smaller. Mm-hmm. So the bigger it was, I didn't, I didn't, didn't have much fun on stage. As cool as it was, yeah. I, like. I couldn't get in the pocket. Couldn't, I would do in the round. Yeah. I've never done a show in the round. I love the in the round. And so if I did a theater, an arena, I would want to do in the round. And because it's like then everybody feels you're you're closer to a lot yeah. more people. Yeah. And so you at least you at least pull them in and stuff like that. See the one I did, they were so far away in the oh, back. Yeah. They're hundreds of yards away. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Who was it with? With Kristen, Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Brett Lobb. Loeb, L-A-U-B. I'm a pilot for a commercial airline, and I recently have been told no more saying ladies and gentlemen because some may be offended. I now say, hello, folks. <laughs> I'm hoping one day one of y'all may be in the back and realize he just said hello, folks, and come up to the cockpit and say hi. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, just you want to just walk up to that cockpit? <laughs> now he said hello, folks. <laughs> so I need to get in there. <laughs> Just banging on the door. Let's go, folks. Just yelling that out as you're just getting thrown off the plane. I mean, when he's going to announce it, it's like when you're you're about to take off. Hello, folks. Door shut. Can't get up. Love you guys. Swing by the cockpit while we're on the descent. And maybe, you know, let's go, folks. Just yell out. Get restrained by air yeah, marshals. Yeah. Let's go. You're, you're on a list. Let's go, folks. And you just see him. He's a, he just opens a little window and he goes, hello, folks. He yells out that little side window. Brett. 
I'd wonder what's the highest they can open that window. You know, on a plane, that you're a pilot. When do you have to shut it? What window? The window, the thing, little side, side window. Side window. Side. He's talking about if you once they carry you off the plane, where you could see the plane. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm saying like when you take off, does it have to be shut? That like, can you right ten thousand feet? Be like, all right, let's shut that window. Like the Wi-Fi once it gets below ten thousand. Yeah. Whatever. I think you got to shut it before ten thousand feet, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, let's try it. Yeah, I mean, Brett, let us know honestly. Yeah, yeah Brett, let us, let us know how we're supposed to say hi to you. Uh, we won't announce it. So everybody goes. He goes. There's a little key above the door. I go. He just gives. That's what he tells us. It's right above the. You know, the the code is always one two three four. Just come on in whenever you want. It's funny. It's like Southwest is so cheap because the pilots crack the windows. Yeah. to save what AC. That's the drag. Like just slowing down. Hair blowing. <laughs> Matt Gable. My kids are having a sleepover with their cousins tonight at our house. From downstairs, I, I heard my seven-year-old son, Parker, on a microphone saying, he thought I looked like his elderly wife with no shirt on at a car he didn't recognize. I think me and Olivia could both have a word with him. As you can imagine, I couldn't contain my laughter and I had to go see what was happening. Come to find out they were having their own talent show. Parker says he wants to be a comedy guy. Like Nate, but his cousins only gave him 2.5 out of 10 with the Olivia joke. Learning the basics of bombing early. I tell you what, uh, Parker, I think you killed it. And that joke was great. And your cousins, I don't, what did they do? I don't know if they had. You brought the heat, Parker. And that is. They did R- RX. Yeah, they did. Yeah, did they do uh, Bowberry Biscuits and Andrew? They, I would think... I think you did great, Parker. And he, I mean, look, he told everything. That's that's how the joke goes. Keep doing it, buddy. That's what you got to do. You got it. It is. You learn the basics of you know tight rooms, and you learn to get through <laughs> these sets, and then you do it. It's going to come, and you're going to come around. Me and you be working together one day. Hmm. Uh, I'll be open for you, Parker, at an arena. Going. I don't think I would do this. Uh, Chris Minat, Minette. Uh. I don't know. My Nat doesn't sound as fun as Manette. Yeah. Uh, my wife and daughter were recently in Nashville. I said, go by Zanies and get a picture next to Nate's mural pic. I was never more disappointed when this is what they texted me. <laughs> <laughs> if you see the zone, this is a picture of Tom Segura. <laughs> and they're standing next to him. That's so great. I texted it to Tom. Do you and ever get mistaken? For Tom? Yeah. Uh, no, I've never been, no one's ever said it. I mean, they always say we kind of sound alike and stuff like that, but no one's ever, I've never been called Tom. I can see that with the beard. Yeah, yeah, with the beard at all and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I know he makes fun of Bert being fat, but I think I'm in better shape than Tom. <laughs> I should be, right? Uh-huh. He goes, I need to go up. I need to go stare at him with his shirt off. I'm going to go meet Tom be like, let's take your shirt off, buddy. Let's see, pound for pound, what are we looking at? <laughs> He's like a big dude. I mean, not yeah. a big dude, but he's a football player. Like, right. he was a big dude. Uh, a strong guy. But, yeah, I, I texted Tom. He, he loved it. Uh, it was very funny. All right. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you. This this week. Uh, oh, th- that's the Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the Halloween episode uh, with Mike Vecchione. Halloween's a, a wonderful, wonderful hol- holiday. I hope you guys have a great Halloween. Uh, it's the funnest uh, if you're a kid, 
when you have kids, nothing better than Halloween. Have fun. And uh, here goes the Halloween episode. We are ready to get into fall because we like the cooler, cooler. I think I said cooler wrong. Cooler nights and enjoy a nice fire with our friends and family making s'mores over our solo stove, watching Titans football, Vandy football. The solo stove has been so much better than any fire pit I've been around ever. Not only, I mean, it's because you, you're not smelling like a campfire is so great. Uh, usually when you get home from enjoying time outside with friends or family, you have to immediately shower off the smell, not with solo stove. I mean, campfire smell drives me nuts. And this, you do not get it. There's no setup. You unbox and enjoy a little fire starter wood and you can have a nice fire quickly. We have the bonfire version with stand. It is small enough to take to the front or the back. Or even if we go to the lake with our family, we can easily take it there. It burns down to white ash, so cleanup is super easy. Solo stove creates great times without the fireside fumes. That's such the most important part. So little smoke, you will wonder how there's so much fire. The fire looks awesome, too. Uh, it's easy to keep lit and even easier to clean. Solo stove fire pits are portable and built to last. It looks great, too. They are so confident you will love it. They offer a lifetime warranty and a 30-day free return policy. Get the perfect, perfect fire pit for those fall nights and make your backyard a destination with a spectacular fire pit from Solo Stove. Shop the fall event now and get an extra $10 off when you use promo code Nate at checkout. They are so confident you will love it. They offer a, a lifetime warranty and a 30-day free return policy. Just go to solostove.com and remember, and remember, you get $10 off when you use promo code Nate. Viore is a new outlook on performance apparel. Perfect if you're sick and tired of traditional old workout gear. I have the Sunday performance joggers. I'm wearing them all the time. Uh, I mean, basically almost basically all the time, except outside of doing a show. Uh, I have those and I have the core shorts. Both are very comfortable. Large got the Halo performance jogger and the Halo performance hoodie. And uh, I think she's wore it all the time. Everything is designed to work out in, but does not look or feel like just workout clothes, uh, which I love. It's so comfortable. You want to wear it all the time. Uh, that's what makes it great. They make it look, you know, in everyday life, you can wear it uh, to the gym. People wearing it. I mean, you've seen everybody wearing athletic gear everywhere. This stuff looks great all the time. With Viore, you can look nice, feel great, and run errands. Ordering online is very easy. The website is not cluttered. Very easy to pick styles and color options. And everything is a great fit to it. Do yourself a favor and get your own Viore. I truly love Viore. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most com comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at Viore.com slash Nate. That is V-U-O-R-I dot com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com slash Nate and discover Viore clothing like we did. We are here once again with Mike Vecchione. Thank you guys for having me back. Yeah. Uh, change the jacket. Yeah. His other jacket is just in that other room. Uh, so is mine is too. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> He's broke and, the fourth wall, Nate, of the podcast. I mean, Aaron's got an Aaron Lynch shirt. Aaron went downstairs and put that on. Uh, <laughs> breakfast. Only thing I did different was actually spilled water on me. I think it's about dried now, but that's it. That's it. Still same shirt, Brian. I think a good I, thing to say when someone calls you um, the wrong thing is to go put some respect on my name. Yeah, 
Put some respect on my Put name. Put some respect on my Put name. Some respect I would love on that's my as name. aggressive as you can get yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. You can't. I think the only reason he can't do it is because when he does it, they will push his face away <laughs> with their hand because they feel no threat. And they would go. Andre the Giant me. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. But isn't that a cool thing to say? Yeah, that's what I tell his daughter. And she's like, no, you're Bob Ripplepants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work. Bob Ripplepants, such a good name. Uh, that's kind of how it started, I think, too, was the Bob. Every time it was like my daughter and uh, Maya. Yeah. They call they, they started calling him Bob Ripplepants, <laughs> which is a great name. Yeah. Oh, I thought you kicked me under the table yeah. for something. Like yeah. Bob Ripple Pants. You huh? know what I'm talking about. Hey, right? Mike, why don't you Actually, bring something to the show? <laughs> Uh no no that that that's the only thing I was talking about. Uh so uh this episode we are going to talk about Halloween. Uh and the title's probably Halloween. You know, I probably don't ever need to say what we're talking about. Yeah. But it's hard not to yeah. in the yeah. moment. And so it's almost like the discussion is in a disguise. God. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do two recordings. All right. So here's the first one. What's up, everybody? we got Mike Vecchione, Halloween episode. Mike, quiet down. Don't say anything. Hey, what's up, everybody? Me, Aaron, Brian only doing a Halloween episode. All right. Let's just see how this feels. I got two different options to use. Vecchione died, everybody. During this- <laughs> Uh, if you're seeing this, you probably saw different comments. We're doing, uh, as as you all know, we're on the road, and uh, it's 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 pounding away, and so we're having to record some stuff here and there. But we're going to always make sure that we give y'all y'all will have stuff every week because uh, that's the job, and that's why we're here. So this week, uh, Halloween, Halloween's one of my favorite holidays. I would say mm. uh, it's it's it it goes from your favorite holiday. So then you're your age with no kids, and you're like, whatever about it. Mm-hmm. And then you have kids again, and you're like, it's my favorite holiday now. Well, doesn't that apply to all holidays? I feel like I would get that way with Christmas, too, and with Easter. Yeah. You kind of relive it through your Well, kids. your older years, think people they like Thanksgiving more because it's like the family. Gets- That's my favorite right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's how gout got started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your no feet. hat today either. Your You're feeding like, window. Hey, yeah. well, isn't how are people gonna be handling that? I don't have an Aaron Land hat, so I had to. Yeah, I just wore the jersey. no hat. Mm-hmm. Do you ever not wear a hat? As a look, you look like you're having trouble processing. Yeah, it. do you wear everywhere not a hat on stage? I've been not wearing it on stage. That's lately. good. I think yeah. you should. Yeah, because everybody thinks I wear a hat all the time, as I've always said, and I've never wore a hat on stage. I mean, maybe I've done it on like whatever shows if i'm doing 10 minutes or something like that mm-hmm. but as far as a big show i've never wore a hat and why you shouldn't is it hides your eyes it hides my eyes even in this podcast but yeah well i did a show with a comic who had a hat and i couldn't see any of his face and i thought that probably is how i look every set it is well your eyes are very important yeah you know and then and you already cover up the bottom of your head <laughs> so just your nose. I mean, you're basically like people yeah. see this. Yeah. Now I have been wearing sunglasses. Yeah. On stage. Yeah. You look like a poker player that comes out. <laughs> and and it, not, like, you, don't, you don't see where yeah. these you don't see where these jokes are coming from. You're like, went to the grocery store the other day. I always get the wobbly wheel. <laughs> like you're always looking like who said that? It's <laughs> Yeah. Golly. I thought, who's up there talking, man? 
So, uh, I was thinking when I prepared this episode, if we were Halloween, like Jason, Freddie, Mike Myers, the background, we were one of those, what mm. would be our backstory? I think I'm the whistler. You know when it gets killed because you hear me coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the least you, successful serial killer. Yeah, ever. but the I have one a that problem. wants. To, yeah. Oh, you have a nose whistle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And the, uh, the 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 audience already let him know. So <laughs> they they uh, you would be I think the guy that wants to kill the most and can't. Yeah, but you're definitely like you get around other serial killers and then they get uncomfortable talk when they talk <laughs> just shop talk. When they shop talk, shop talk, they are shop sitting talk. there and they're like, ah, man, just go get it over with, dude. Like, just, or kill yourself, maybe. I don't, I don't Have know. Have surgery, deviate a septum. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I know. I just watched a Joe List old sketch video where uh, he did, he did a whistle video. It was very funny. He goes, buddy that has a no- nose whistling for, and he's like doing like the Andy Griffith uh-huh. in his nose. It was very funny, but it's, I just saw it today. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you would be the one that they caught. I mean, like, it, or you just would never be, Is you know, it's not for trying. But they just always know I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They always see, they go, what's what's up, man? And you're like, you got you got leaves taped up on you, <laughs> hiding in the bushes. And you they always go, Brian? And then you're, mm. they're going to Brian. Home. You got to walk home with your <laughs> leaves and sticks sticking out of your hat. And you're like, stupid nose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or if you could do it, I mean, as a serial killer, if we're going to go down this road, go like, um, I have a nose whistling problem. Can you come over here? And, ah! <laughs> and then you like chop them with an axe or something. I can't hear you over my nose. <laughs> do you mind coming a little closer? <laughs> I did He just kills like ENTs. Yeah. Is yeah. That all and then everybody thinks it's birds <laughs> killing people because they go, I heard. Chirping. chirping. I heard birds chirping. I'm only curing, killing ear nose and throat doctors. Yeah. 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 Now, people do like to give You've only advice. killed with exact appointment times. <laughs> like it's never random. It's always 10, 15 a.m. Left at 10, 20 a.m. You're like, well, why don't you just talk to them about the nose whistling thing? And he goes, huh. Huh. I thought they're the ones that caused this. That'd be great if you uh, could... Your nose would only whistle when there was like COVID or something in the air. Oh, yeah. You know, like, like an alert system. Yeah. Like a dog. It's the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer story. Yeah. It's like you make fun of him until he's useful. Yeah. And then he's your whole thing. Yeah. What if you were a bomb detector? Like a bomb dog. Or you're like, and they just. Yeah. Couldn't control it. Yeah. yeah. They walk you. They got a leash on you. And a guy smaller than you walks you and you're like. <laughs> What's yeah. wrong, boy? What's wrong, boy? <laughs> what's yeah. wrong? And the person's like sweating. What? What's this? What's this guy doing? You know, Brian's a human alarm. Human alarm. Human alarm. Yeah, you'd be the gout foot. Uh huh. Like gout foot. Anyone you touch gets gout. Probably. Yeah. No, I think uh, he can only go right. <laughs> Can't go left because he got on the left. So if you don't like, he's gonna if you when people are watching the movie, they're like, go left. He can't go left, and they just keep going right. And they get around a circle, just running right, and he just catches them every time. You, you get out because my footprints are different sizes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> who do you think did it? I have a great idea who did it. Uh, if you notice, his one foot's wider than it is long. <laughs> it looked like a rec. It was. It looked like a man with a rectangle foot. That'd be funny if you're in an argument with your lady and she's screaming at you, and she goes, "Get out!" and then goes, "Gout." 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it double Lucy. hurts. It hurts. It hurts oh. like yeah. twice. Or tell Lucy to do yeah. it tonight. Yeah. We're seer sure tonight, so we're yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That's Gow. a good one. Get out, gal, 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 get on out of here. <laughs> get on out of here. And you're like, what do you? You're trying to fight them then? Uh-huh. Where are you? What am I? You'd probably be the dyslexic, maybe. Like you, you're forcing people to look, read to them. I do it in backwards, mm-hmm. so I. Uh, they kill, kill themselves, them, and then I try to bring them back to life. <laughs> I do it, yeah. you know, and then I go, "I shouldn't have done this. Why am I doing this?" I'd see everything backwards, and then I turn myself in, and I only get one kill in. Your dyslexic doctor—they go in for a physical, and you kill them because you yeah. get backwards. They read those letters, and I go, "Oh, it's perfect. You got perfect vision." They get hit by a bus. <laughs> they walk out immediately. <laughs> I'll be honest—I've never seen someone get it like that. Uh, it's great if you're pulled over and uh, you've been drinking too much, and they go, "You have to say the alphabet." You go, "I'm dyslexic. I'm drunk too, but I'm also <laughs> yeah. dyslexic." I'm gonna nail it. <laughs> Z Y X W V U T B. you're kind of doing it. Z Y X W. Is that it? Z Y X W U. Threw a B in there pretty quick. Yeah, U T S R B V. I don't know. It gets. It's. I could. I could do it quick enough to go. Is that? I'd be. ZXYW, is that good enough, right? You know, I could keep going. And he's like, Yeah, that was pretty impressive. I go, uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I do this, dude. That's a dumb question. And if he goes, Just do two more, I'd be like, Ah. <laughs> hey, that, one, two. It's actually not doing the yeah. alphabet backwards. It's actually the, the letters flipped over. Yeah. So actually, you're doing that wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. ZXWY159er. Like, <laughs> Niner. Yeah. Exclamation point, pound sign. That's what you should do. Uh-huh. And then they go, hey, he's not drunk. You know, yeah. like, then you're like, you know. This guy's just a comedic genius. Yeah. Exclamation point, Townside Taco? taco. He threw an emoji in there. Emoji. <laughs> I asked him for the alphabet. This guy's making it fun. Emoji. <laughs> he made it fun. <laughs> this guy <laughs> is laughing it up my nose. Hey, I'll be honest with you, sir. Well, you're still going to jail, but this has been the greatest night of my life. And he shakes your hand. And you go, hey, you know what? I appreciate yeah. that. He's like, you won't ever get a drive again, but... <laughs> I will pick you up when you need something because, man, I had fun. I needed this. I needed this tonight. It's usually so serious, and this just felt great. I'll be honest with you. I'll let you drive one more mile. Let's just see what happens. Do you ever hear that joke where they pull a guy over for a DUI? And he's like, I'm in a hurry. I'm getting, I'm a juggler. I got to get to my thing. And the cop's going, look, I don't believe you get out of the car. He's like, I swear to God, I'm a juggler. And he goes, hey, I'll prove it. And he gets out and he, he's got chainsaws in the back of his car and he starts juggling the chainsaws and another drunk driver sees him from across the street and he goes, I better sober up. Look at the test they're giving now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Look at the test they're giving now. All right. What would you be, Mike? The the cop? Uh, mm, what is wrestler. Every bad cop? Yeah. Quiet. Quiet. He's not what you expect. Right. Mike would be... Probably just a regular serial killer because I think you have those that personality, right? To but, be normal, um, the meditative, deep yeah. breathing, cold shower, yeah. be in shape. I mean, like the guy, like he, you, run. I'll just keep running yeah. after you. The you know takes a cold shower. I mean, he's already he's like got the starter. Kit. You take cold showers, yeah. freezing showers. Yeah, yeah. We're Every on time? the we're on the road to this yeah. theater, and the theater, you know, these theaters are old. Yeah. A lot of them, and uh, and he goes, "Oh, what was wrong? The shower cold?" I'm like, "I I don't know." Yeah. If it was cold, he goes, no, it was just cramped. He doesn't matter. Imagine you get a look at every shower and you go, I don't care. You don't even notice it. No, I notice it. I still notice it. I'm not that far along, but I 
don't even put do it people on. get it's that, not a possibility to put it on warm. Do people get that far along, like where they don't notice it? Yeah. Is there like people? I mean, that guy Wim Hof, that guy's like, they're like. So do you sometimes follow do you, a guy that's just known for you, taking cold, cold showers. showers. Are you in a group? Yeah. Yeah, you're yes. in a group. Yes. And you acting like you said that guy, Wimnoff, as if we all might know the yeah. greatest cold shower of all time. He's the, the greatest cold yeah. shower guy. Is and that's his thing? His thing is breathing, the breathing practice that I do, and cold showers. And that's all he's known for. He's not like a is he a Navy SEAL or something, or is he No, he's a guy who uh gets the best out of himself by breathing and he does like these amazing things. He'll yeah. swim underwater. He he'll like uh run up Mount Everest barefoot. He does all these crazy <laughs> things. Oh. But it's, it's yeah. really you gotta read it. Yeah. You gotta read his I'm not doing his his story. Oh, justice. so there's no video, it's just a story he wrote. <laughs> and he said, I ran up. Oh, the, I did that too. I ran up yeah. Mount Everest oh, barefoot. Oh, well, I did too. I flew up it. I can fly. <laughs> He's like Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Yeah, he was on yeah. Rogan and all this stuff. Like yeah, he's, yeah, he's out. Yeah. What's the purpose of cold book. showers? Uh, Seinfeld is so you don't sweat during the meeting. George Costanza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's Seinfeld. <laughs> they're really good for you. Like they're really good for you, and also my like because when it's good for your uh, we all your, uh, your systems your because circulatory. Yeah. It, well, when the water hits you, you tight your natural tendency is to tighten up right and the whole point is to breathe through it okay breathe through it and adjust to it wow you know? yeah it, you know i started doing I was, I was i was sweating when i get out of a shower and it was so frustrating <sighs> yeah that for the i do like a super cold for like 30 seconds mm -hmm. right, yeah, yeah. right at the end yeah that's all i need i know do you ever think about eating better yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> 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 you giving the the truck stop advice yeah, yeah. you would be a, a great truck because yeah. you're every shower you're like i don't care yeah. i i do get it I, i'm joking yeah. i've done that too yeah so if you uh if you like sometimes you want it sometimes i want it cold uh but i could see taking a cold shower like i get yeah the idea of it and like so you never take a hot you're, shower I, I haven't now. Now I haven't. In but in Florida, sometimes it's hard. Your water here in the South, like it's just naturally because it's like warmer. It's it's not as cold. I was in Vancouver in the winter and I put it on cold. And I was really, I mean, I had to put it down. It's still cold, but I didn't put it on the coldest that it was yeah. because it was it was really really cold. You're but th there's all kinds of benefits to it. But one major benefit is, and we talked about this before, which is. Um, your mind tends to put you in a comfortable place sometimes. And not sometimes, a lot of times. Your mind is just looking for the easiest, most comfortable. And this is an opportunity to tell your mind, like, I'm not, we're going to do this. I'm not listening mm. to you. Because your instinct is, let's just take a call. You start having that that conversation. And David, Gog I love David Goggins. I listen yeah. to all his stuff. Mm -hmm. He's a Navy SEAL, like, motivational speaker. Yeah. And he's like, you have to win the argument with your mind because your mind will always go to the most comfortable weakest place so it's like yeah. it's okay we don't have to take a cold shower today but if you just go this is what i'm doing i don't i do not care what my mind says yeah. and you just do it anyway yeah wow like uh that. halloween <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's so funny to get yeah, yeah so this dude was he's uh, unbelievable yeah. man he was he, he was fat at one point he was fat he, he went through navy seal training three yeah. times which is unbelievable. He does these unbelievable feats, but he, the reason I love him is because he breaks down mental toughness. Like you, yeah. when growing up playing sports or be mentally tough, you got to be mentally tough. It's like he breaks down the conversation that you have with yourself yeah. when you're suffering. Yeah. So no one I've ever seen does that. Yeah. So, 
Hmm. I think it makes you probably be not you take the ego out of yourself too. Right. Like if you do it, you know, and you think like he's got to be humbled. Like he's looks like that and he's humbled by it. Cause it's like such hard work to get to that point. Right. Where you have to, I was thinking about that, that this week when we were talking about like when you earn stuff, I think people that earn stuff really are not egomaniacs about it. Cause they, they are like, you know how hard this was, man? Yeah. Like it's hard. Yeah. And so they don't, they're, they're proud, but they don't, they don't, they would never think they're above anybody. They're like, no, dude, I just had to do it. It was the worst and it was hard. Yeah. And like a guy like that would be, you'd be like, well, this guy's more appreciative yeah. than someone that's just born with that body. Yeah. Right? That's never like, they've had it easy. Yeah. My experience getting to work with uh, other comedians it's the very few have been rude or weird or anything but those are always the comics who've had some sort of weird path where they've gotten mm. things quickly yeah it's the old guys that have been through you know the they've grinded yeah, yeah. it out for years they're all very grounded very humble very friendly yeah and the ones that get it young and quick can be the divas right. and can be the exactly because right. it's like you're supposed to be getting that and that that comes from everybody's kind of a yes person with you. Your agents are like, you know, doing all this kind of stuff. It's, it's hard. I, I mean, I understand that it's hard. I mean, I, you know, I can see it some now where it's like stuff is a lot like, you know, when I go do a show, you know, I get an iced coffee on my rider. So someone brings me an iced coffee at sound check mm-hmm. is when I want to get, so I don't have to go get it. Cause Hey, sometimes you're not there. It's the timing of it all. But even that simple of a kind of thing where you're like, Sometimes I want to be like, I need to go get this on my own. Like, it's like, because I can have, you know, I got Travis as my tour manager. So Travis will get a lot of stuff for me. Some of them I need it to get because it's like, hey, I'm trying to do this. Or I'm trying to go out to eat with my buddies and I'm trying to like have a, go walk around a mall and have like just a normal day. Yeah. Uh, And so sometimes it's it's like having an assistant or, you know, people have that, your life gets busy. But then sometimes you do. You got to, you know, it's like go Get, you get your tires changed well you go change them like go drive right. up there yourself sit in that you know it seems you know you do that no but <laughs> travis does no laura does that <laughs> actually uh yeah but it's it's uh but i mean it, you know i actually haven't done any of this but i know that i should i've been but i haven't been home yeah. and so it's like i'm trying yeah. to like some of it's like well i need to go i, I need to last night was like be with Harper, like sitting there. I put her to bed and we talked. It's the best time to talk to a kid. When And how are you with her? Do you have that kind of like, don't look at me. Don't you look directly at me. Who do you think you are? I'm better. You're nothing. Well, so last night I met her for the first time. And she seemed nice, you know, little. uh, Now, the best time to talk to a kid, man, is when you're putting them to bed. <clears throat> and she always, as I, she always right knows, like she sleeps with us, and uh, and so like she always wants us to snuggle, and she'll be like, you know, it's very cute. She's like tonight's a snuggle night, because some nights we're being like, no, you need to just go to bed. Uh, but it's like we have one kid. We had a kid late, so we're having one kid. You're like, I, as I tell her all the time, let's. She's not gonna want to snuggle with us too much longer, right? And so like let's just let's enjoy it, and it's a special like. You know, it's it's just odd. It's a even though she can be asleep, it's like the very sweetest moment where I get to really kind of can talk with her and hold her, and she's my little girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but it's the best time to talk to them because they're trying to stay awake, so they will 
just they're you know when they're busy and doing stuff with their friends during the day they don't want to talk to you but when they want to stay awake and you're trying to make them go to bed i mean she'll talk about anything and everything wow and just like so it's a kind of a fun moment to be like like last night we you know we talked for like 30 minutes she should have been asleep but it was like i haven't been home and then mm-hmm. we're just talking about they're going to go out with me uh in a couple weeks for her fall break or something or maybe they just went out with me on the fall break because when this is coming out. And so we were talking about the plans for that and what we're going to do. I'm like, we'll be on the bus. She loves the bus. She loves the hotel. Mm-hmm. She likes a green room. You know, it's like all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. it's very fun. Obviously, every kid, a tour bus is fun. And so we were just talking about the plans for that. And, you know, it's, I don't know. I feel like you get to learn their personality. You know, we right. had it in the car too. The car's good too. If you can get them to be like, you know, it's like sometimes she wants to just like, can I have your phone? Can I do something? And you get like, no, no we're going to, yeah. let's talk. Or do you ever say, just take off your seatbelt and live a little bit? Are you going to listen yeah. to everybody yeah. all your life? She's always, I've always let her sit in my lap and drive the car. I mean, obviously I'm doing gas and brake and my hands on it. But since she was five, I would always, right when we pull in the driveway, I'd be like, you want to drive? And I let her sit up with me and let her steer a little bit. You know, when mm-hmm. she was five, I was kind of doing it. And because I mean, she's steering, and I mean, she's just like looking <laughs> everywhere but forward. Yeah. And I'm like, you gotta look forward. We're driving right. forward. Women drivers, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> mm. uh, no, no. No. Okay. okay. So I don't uh, support that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they, uh, but then I, I let her drive in uh, our neighborhood too. So all right, when I get in the neighborhood, I'll be like, you wanna drive? And now she's bigger. I still do the gas pedal because I don't know if she knows it really that well, but I kind of let her do the driving. And uh, I've let her, she'll drive the golf cart. She ever comes out with me. You let her pump the gas? Uh, yeah, she's never pumped the gas, actually. I remember my dad letting us pump the grass, gas for the first time, and it was like pretty crazy. Uh-huh. And I remember moving to New York, and you'd meet people from New Jersey, and they're like, I've never pumped gas in my life. Because in New Jersey, they every gas station has people that do that. Right. And so there's, there's kids that are like, are you meet someone who's like 30? And he's like, I've never one day pumped gas. You, like, yeah. you never pumped gas? Yeah. Well, you meet people in New York, never drove a car. Yo, yeah. And I grew up in the Rondell Hartley. Remember yeah. he had he got his he got his driver's license after we knew him and he was an adult. He was in his thirties right. or something. Yeah. And he like is goes, just got my driver's license. I was like, and I mean I'm like, what? Yeah. Just now? And he's like, I mean, we've never needed one. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't why would I you just ride yeah. in a subway? Yeah, you're fifty. Are you do your first communion tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys doing everything backwards here? Yeah. <laughs> Big cities, right, guys? Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. 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 Halloween. All right. Hey, could I say one thing about Halloween? Like your daughter sleeps yeah. with you every night. I think a cool thing to do on Halloween would be like for the first time you take her to a separate cold room with a big clown on it and just go, you sleep in here tonight. Yeah. Halloween. You <laughs> got to get into the spirit yeah. of being scared. I do like Scanner. I bought her a bunch of stuff at the spa museum in DC. And it's like those glasses with the mirrors you can see yeah. behind. There's all the stuff that I was like, I remember getting yeah. stuff oh, like this. Yeah, yeah. The the knife comb that you press it and it's a oh, comb. Oh, it's a switchblade. Uh, switchblade comb. Yeah. And then. I think uh, that's Travis's, right? Yeah. Actual yeah. comb. Travis has a lot of knives. <laughs> we go to the spy museum and Travis, <laughs> me, Graham, and Travis are going to the spy museum. And we walk in and they go, uh, he's going through a metal detector and, and Travis always has a knife with him. Like uh-huh. it's a pocket knife, but it's a, it's, it's a big pocket knife. And he goes, he doesn't want me to tell everybody on here. Like, I won't tell you where his other knife is because he has one more too. Uh, and he uh, he has his, his knife out and he pulls it out. And then they go, He get, the guy's like, he's like, well, is it a small knife? You can take it if it's small. 
And he goes, he pulls it out, and the guy flips it open, and he's like, yeah, man, this one's going to have to, you got to take it. You know, you go, he goes, go put it in your car. And we're like, we don't have a car. He's like, I mean, throw it in a bush or something like that. And then Travis had to go to a bush, and he was very funny. He goes, <laughs> and just threw it in the bush. And then we were just picturing, we come back out, and like, Travis, because Travis left before us, and we come back out, and just all the bushes are pulled up. And every, like, <laughs> he can't find his knife. He's yelling at the guy. He goes, someone took it. Someone saw me drop it in there. And so. That's a pretty cool spy museum story. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. To not let him, and then have to hide the knife. Had the, had the knife. so great. Yeah. It's like your one joke, which we won't tell, but your detective joke. Oh, yeah. But it's like that. Yeah. It's like, I guess this is, this is part of this it. This is part of it. This is part of yeah. it. Yeah. I went to the Mob Museum in Las Vegas and um, mm. pulled in, and the parking is really expensive. And I was like, why are you trying to shake me down? Huh? <laughs> is it part of it? Yeah. Is part of it? $24. Yeah. $24. Tell the Gambinos I said hi. <laughs> yeah. Different for everybody. <laughs> why didn't the car before me have to pay? Yeah. Well, they get a table up front. We know them. Is, is that museum good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I went with Ari. Is that the main mob? The mob museum, yeah. That's like the Vegas. main one, yeah. Yeah, there's not a bunch of them. The rest <laughs> of them are just social clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we should have done, and we're blowing it this Halloween, but I'll have you back. A mob episode. Oh, with yeah. him he knows a ton wait. about it know yeah. all about it yeah. he loves it and i watch all the mob podcasts now i love them yeah yeah why don't you do a mob podcast because all the guys are everybody's doing them all the guys who are in it are doing them oh, the guys yeah. who cooperated oh, they all yeah. have their own podcast yeah, yeah. and i but i had a guy on who was a banano um associate yeah. soldier and and it was pretty interesting but well, you, you get a different fan yeah. base then uh, <laughs> you get a whole different no but there's a whole genre of people who are just Into like me that. looking for mob yeah 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 and, uh all right we'll do a i'll figure out you'll be coming back so i'll figure out when you come back we'll do a mob one with you that's uh, great because yeah he knows a lot about it halloween do one thing halloween all right uh it started as oh, a good <laughs> All right, let me find another one there. No, do it started. It started as a uh, Celtic festival during the Middle Ages. It was called Samhain or something like that. So when they basically, their New Year started November 1st. And they felt like that was the end of summer when, when everything starts to die. And they felt like at the New Year, the ancient spirits come back and walk that one night, the night before the New Year. So they would start dressing up in costumes to disguise themselves so the spirits would not realize that they're people they think they're other ghosts and they would put food out by their door to try to give the, the spirits to to appease them so they wouldn't try to come in the house and they ever imagine this is your parents doing this like it's not children yeah. it's your parents that are doing it and then you go out the next morning and you're like i mean all the food's still here <laughs> just a bunch of fat raccoons laying around everywhere like just they give them like mashed potatoes and stuff you're like what do they give them what would you give a ghost? Something light? Especially 2,000 years Some, ago. Salad? Asparagus? Something light. Yeah. Maybe something light? Well, they're hiding from the ghosts, right? So they, they're like, oh, the ghosts won't know if we dress up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, then they leave food out for them, oh. which is where the candy is left out. Right. It actually makes a ton of sense why Halloween is Halloween now. It's but, like basically that's what it is. Mm -hmm. But then after a few centuries uh, our buddy pope gregory got involved mm -hmm. oh. not the same pope gregory different pope gregory yeah, which, oh. which one do you know the number? pope gregory the third third and he decreed november 1st is all saints day yeah. he was trying to change these pagan holidays into religious holidays and so 
the night before or All Hallows Day, and then the night before is All Hallows Eve. Right. You know, that's what everybody should do. If you're a pope, president, just do something kind of that will live forever. Like the other <laughs> ones are like kind of like that. You know, when he probably did that, they go, that idiot yeah. is changing a whole. That's all. That's what you're here to do. Yeah. And he's like, let's see what happens. Yeah. And his is <laughs> the most famous thing yeah. that like no one else remembers anything else. Right. So if you're any of these things, go like they always talk about like uh, time zone. What's the uh, daylight savings time? Mm-hmm. Be the president that changes that. In a hundred years, when no one knows nothing that any other president did, he'll be like, "That guy did daylight savings," and everybody's like, "Oh man, good for him!" Like yeah. you know, or something. And you look back on it, and you're like, and he's like, he's sitting there like, "Yeah, yeah," he's playing to the people. <laughs> I like the conversation that um, Pope Gregory had. Like, hey, Gregory, can I get a second with you? Yeah, you can't do it. You can't do that. The second. Pope Greg II came and talked to him. <laughs> he goes, hey, what are you doing? And another guy comes in. He goes, who's that? That's Gregory. I'm assuming probably the fourth if you go through with this. <laughs> um, jack-o'-lanterns is an Irish myth. There was a guy named Stingy Jack, and he made a deal with the devil not to send him to hell. But God didn't want someone so conniving in in heaven either. So Jack was forced to walk the earth every night with just his lantern. Well, that's uh, nice. So and he now, wasn't a pumpkin. Now we buy plastic versions of him. This guy was real. Yeah. No, it was just an Irish myth. Stingy Jack was his name. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I believe in that. <laughs> Irish Stingy Jack. I like how they didn't want to let him into heaven because he was too conniving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep an uh-huh. eye on that guy. And but he's so good at being conniving, right. he talked himself out of hell. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, like he's like, is he good at it? You're like, pretty solid at it. I'm not going to talk myself into heaven, but I got out of the worser ones. Yes, and ro- I'd rather ro- be roaming the earth. Oh yeah, than, you know, yeah, just walk around and roam the earth. Yeah, you yeah. see everybody. Purgatory, if you believe in it, that's a good place yeah. for that guy to be. Purgatory is just stuck in the middle, just kind of hanging out. Yeah. yeah, right below heaven, but not yeah. hell. Yeah, you know. I think That'd we're in, so we're in purgatory. Now, purgatory is a holding pattern, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> let's go to the Torah on this one. We go to the Torah. It's just a holding like planes. Yeah, like, You're just being like seeing them forward, and you just have to be circling, going, "I'm so close to landing, and I don't want to land." Uh, some part of the co- parts of the country celebrate Beggars Night. It's the night before Halloween, kind of like Mischief Night, but this one. Kids have required to tell a joke, poem, or perform a trick for their treat. Oh, I like that. That's good. I like that a lot. Make mm. these kids work for it. Yes. A bit. Yeah. Come up with something. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some. Bring something to the table. This should be something schools do, or churches, or you know, community centers. Like they should uh-huh. have stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe the night before. Don't call it beggars' night anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I like the spirit of it. Lose, More like beggars yeah. can't be choosers' night. Yeah. Ooh, right. That's pretty you good. Get what we give you. Thank you. Go to Beggar's Night. Where's it at? Uh, Loserville. It's <laughs> at their community center. Didn't you learn that in the hobo college that you went to? <laughs> yeah. Beggar's Night. Uh, the White House is supposedly haunted. The ghost of Abraham Lincoln is supposed to roam the White House. He's been spotted by the Eleanor Roosevelt, Queen of the Netherlands, and Winston Churchill. Queen of the Netherlands opened her door, and he was standing there, and she fainted. And Winston Churchill got out of a hot bath, and he was had nothing but a cigar <laughs> and he walked into his room and Lincoln was standing there and he tapped the ash on the end of the cigar and said, good evening, Mr. President. You seem to have caught me at a disadvantage. Lincoln smiled softly and then disappeared. 
Hmm. Well, that's, I would believe the other one more than I'd be. Well, when Churchill, I think you were drunk. (laughs) Yeah. You had, like, A, you're telling me you were so put together. Right. That you see a ghost that you go, oh, you come up with a great line. Yeah. (laughs) On the spot. Take another drag of your cigar. Ash and go, it seems like you called me at a disadvantage. And then either. That's made up. Our Winston Churchill is the most charming human being <laughs> yeah. that's ever, which is a possibility. I think he was up yeah. there, man. Was- I mean, there honestly might be the most like just kept person <laughs> that you're like, this guy was wonderful. Great name, Winston Churchill. Yeah. Great name. And then just cutting it up with Saul Abraham last night. <laughs> Eat cereal in the morning. <laughs> That guy right there. That's in the hall. maybe, right? Yeah. Possibly the greatest person ever. <laughs> he had one of the greatest comebacks of all time. You ever heard that comeback? Some he was talking to some other world leader, a female world leader, and she said, "If I were married to you, I'd poison your coffee every morning." And he just takes a drag of a cigar and he goes, "If I were married to you, I'd drink it." Yeah, I mean, this guy is awesome. This yeah. guy. That's so, that's wow. unbelievable. So maybe it's true. Maybe it's, you yeah. Know, I believe he saw I Lincoln. Like I believe Lincoln was still making his rounds. Yeah, especially back then. He's got unfinished business. That yeah. means he left the uh, Ford Theater and went down the street. Yeah, yeah. it's odd. We, we were talking, I don't know if we talked about this. Ghosts, where do they hang out? Usually like it's the, where they die, mm-hmm. right? But this, he walked back to his house after he died, I guess. Yeah. The ghost of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. I guess if you live in the White House. Maybe it's where you spent most of your time. You go back to where, like, where was the most impactful point of your life? Yeah. And you kind of go back to there. Hard so some people, it's their house. Yeah. Some people, it's for him, it would be the White House. And, like, so maybe you uh, just shoot on over there. Uh, Google the Mary Todd Lincoln photo with, with, her, with Lincoln's ghost behind her. He's behind her? <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Oh, this... <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. real. Do people think this is a real photo? They did. Yeah. Okay. Is that's one of the more fake things I've ever seen. Yeah, it is fake. Well, but people say, thought it was real. I would say the hands make it fake. Yeah, that's what it was. You part. almost want to go, like, why'd you do the hands? Man? The hands yeah, are too yeah. much. Yeah, the hands are too, you know. Yeah. Why is he doing? He's doing that, like, what's that symbol? The Hooker Hawaii. Wars? Oh. No, the Hawaii symbol where he's just doing the hang 10. Yeah, hang 10 symbol. And they're like, why did you? He goes, I thought, well, it's, you know, when I what painted is she this, dressed in? That looks like she's playing for Notre Dame. I, yeah, it does 20s, look like she's know? playing for Notre Dame. Yeah, I'd be honest with you, I think she could have. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, a year ago, we were on the drive in tour, and almost on Halloween night, exactly, we watched the movie Halloween at the movie theater. One of the best experiences I've ever had on the road. Really? Yeah. It was a. Uh, drive ins are, are fantastic. Fantastic. Drive in movies. We were the only ones there. Yeah. Wow. We were, yeah, driving movies are fantastic. Doing the shows, the shows were fun at the time. I would still do some if I could, like maybe do some summer stuff just to, for that. I would do it for the fun experience of the hang and like. Yeah. Uh, did they beep when a joke hit? Yeah. Chicago yeah. did. No. Were you in Chicago? I or, in Chicago. Uh, no, we didn't do the Chicago one. Uh, but Chicago, they, when I walked out, they did it and they honked. It was, I mean, yeah. uh, the best, the best, dude. I'd be like, uh, set up the rules. If, it, if the joke hits, please honk. And if the joke really kills, everybody do their wiper fluid at the same (laughs) time. You know, let's get some action going. And they go, what about the hazards? You go, I wouldn't mind if those stayed on the whole show. Let's just have some energy, you know? And then if it go from there. Uh, 
Everybody's just getting sprayed in the car next to them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. They're sitting on their car. But we sat and watched, uh, yeah, the guy, it was in Louisville, right outside Louisville, whatever Louisville's driving through. Right, theater. LaGrange maybe? LaGrange. And then, uh, so we sat there, we did the show, then we were like leaving, you know, I think the next morning. So it was like kind of just staying on the bus. And uh, the guy's like, if y'all want to watch a movie, he's like, I can just start a movie. And like it shuts off on its own. He had some radios. We have some uh, folding chairs, and we're like, well, that would be unreal, dude. And then so we sat alone, like six of us, in a parking lot watching this big screen and watched Halloween, and like the first Halloween, and it was, I mean, one of the best experiences ever. Because you're just like, you're walking around that, you're like, it's so big of an area. You're just alone. We're all sitting next to each other, and you're just like- You're outside. Outside. It'd be great if you had a grill, you did it like a tailgate. Yeah. Right. I would want to a do it. Yeah. I would do that to be like, just have a drive in. If you could rent a drive in theater for a day and just be like, we'll have tailgates and we all just watch this movie. And I mean, I don't think you have that many people. You just kind of keep it kind of like tight and then be like, we're have, we eat dinner, we eat lunch and dinner out here and we'll watch eight movies. Yeah. And that would be the funnest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be fun. It was fun. The movie Halloween was shot on such a tight budget that for Mike Myers' mask, they went and bought a $2 Star Trek Captain Kirk mask. They spray painted it and reshaped the eye holes. So what he was wearing was a William Shatner Captain Kirk mask. William Shatner, man, he's in, uh, yeah, that's crazy. And then uh, William Shatner, like, I mean, you're, no one, I don't know if anybody thinks about it. I think he could have been the most famous person. Like he's he's up there. Yeah. I mean Shatner? Like, dude, the sure. fact that the most famous Halloween movie is his a mask of his face. I don't think people know that that's him. Yeah. I don't, but like it's one of those that you that you sneak in and you start talking to him and like his name just comes right. up more and you're like you were in you're that's your face? That's him first thing in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing yeah. that, are we not doing that anymore? Uh, he's going up in some spaceship with yeah. uh, Bezos. Yeah. Oh, Bezos. Yeah. William Shatner is? Yeah. Yep. He's still doing it. I mean, it's just like kind of like he's just a dude that was like, I guess, I mean, Star Trek was, I didn't ever watch Star Trek, uh, but Star Trek was the biggest thing on Earth. Yeah. And so that made him big. But it's, so it's like, but it's it's crazy to just to think he weirdly came in a good time. The idea that you're like, where's that mask come from? And you're like, oh, that's actually William Shatner's face. You'd be like, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. And you're yeah. like, he was, so when they made this, he was the biggest. He was on a very famous episode of the Twilight Zone where he sees a gremlin out on the end of the wing of the plane. Right. Yeah. The yeah. Twilight Zones, by the way, are just the best. Yeah. The old ones is. Yeah. Did you type in uh, William Shatner? Mm-hmm. With his uh, name? Yeah. So you can see, you can see <laughs> yeah. this is how they got there. Yeah. See the resemblance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. It's the f- same face. <laughs> but I would have never known that. If, if, never in a right. million. No. Yeah. I bet people, I bet there's people that go, God, you know, it reminds me of William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I wonder if people yeah. really thought that. Well, that's Didn't not a good older. picture of him. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. You know? It's a no. great picture well, he, of him on the right. Yeah. <laughs> he's on the left. Uh, <laughs> That's him with high blood pressure on yeah. the rights with low blood pressure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or gout. Boom. <laughs> All right. This is too much. No, yeah. All right. 
Um, originally, with trick-or-treaters, they did not give out candy. They gave out pieces of cake, fruit, nuts, coins, and little toys. Now those people would be psychos. Yeah. yeah. If you went somewhere and they go, y'all want some fruit? There are always yeah. those people in the neighborhood, though. There yeah. always yeah. be somebody, I got some apples, and you're like, oh, I'd get an apple. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Toothbrush. We had a yeah. dentist. Yeah. And he would always give toothbrush. Yeah. I think you should just show up dressed, uh, your kid regular, and a knock at the door and go, what are you dressed as? And the kid goes, I'm a vegan. I can't have anything with any dairy in it. <laughs> and then just lay out your dietary preferences. Yeah. Oh, I bet that's the... That'd be a trick. I bet yeah. Beverly Hills, like, you get those I kids. know you guys were going to say that. It probably happens on the coasts, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is yeah. it just fly over territory here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think it happens in New York, but I think in yeah. California, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. you could go to some places and you're like, it's all, like, grown candy or something. They, you know, it's pumpkin seeds or right. it's something weird. And you're, you're like, oh, you know, everything's from Trader Joe's and it's just some awful candy. <laughs> And they're like, I bet, oh, we, I would love to go. Would you ever go to a good neighborhood? Yes. We go yeah. to my grandparents' neighborhood. We'd always go there and trick or treat. Yeah. Would you say bad. you're grandfathered in? <laughs> I was kidding. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> it was good. The people that got it got it. Uh, and they, uh, it would be, yeah, we'd go to, uh, there's, a, there's a neighborhood here, Brandywine Point. And that was a big one to go to. And because uh, it was like where all the like rich people lived, and I mean there, you know, it's like then you go there and they give you like a full candy bar. Yeah, yeah. I always think that's what you want to give because mm-hmm. you're like I was such a big deal. Yeah, to be like, dude, they give you a full candy bar. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. But now you get so much candy. I mean, it's it's I don't know. You get but so a full much size candy, candy bar is yeah. so much more satisfying than. Yeah. The same amount of camp, but in little fun sizes. You want the one. You want the one. And you know that that person cares. Cares. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Something beautiful about it, man. According to candystore.com, which I bet Nate has already bookmarked, if you want to know, (laughs) Skittles were the top Halloween candy last year, followed by Reese's Cup and Starburst. I would say because Starburst is kind of surprising. I think Starburst is um, one of my favorite candies. Yeah, but it's an insult to give somebody one Starburst. Talk well, about. I, I bet they, I mean, they bought those little packs. And how then, many are in a little pack? I don't four? know. It sounds like the most thing was sold was uh, this pack that has Skittles, Reese, and Starburst in them. But it was uh, the uh, M and M's are just a classic, and you get mm-hmm. those little bags. You go buy them, and yeah. it, I mean, it's just it's just a a giant classic. It's an easy one to give everybody. Starburst. The only thing I would ever say about Starburst, the only thing they haven't done that I wish they would is you know it's all wrapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like it's kind of annoying, and so annoying, then yeah. they came out with the unwrapped, but it's little, and I don't like the little ones. So you're like, give me some big unwrapped Starburst. Do normal unwrapped. Like why? If you can do the little ones, what's so risky about throwing big ones in there? I yeah. just always think, why do they always wrap? Are they do they get dirty or something? They're well, in a where package. Would they, uh, in a oh yeah, you I don't go buy dub- Starburst like wrapped. in a bowl, right. and you go, I'm glad these are wrapped. They're 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 wrapped in the package, so like and but they it has, ha- doesn't it have like a Christmas feel to it, Nate? Yeah, Where it's but, like you're opening stuff. It's like oh, it's a gift. Yeah, it's, it's a, like a tiny look, little. If you're reasonable gift. and eat one, that's how you can take it. But if you're gonna pound a two sticks of them, oh, you don't like the fact that you have to unwrap each of them. Yeah. When you're eating like that, you get a little lazy about those kind of things. Mm-hmm. 
Because that's, you know, you're like, you're getting, you're wasting my time. I will use Wasting your time or burning calories? Wasting my time. Okay. <laughs> and I would usually, I'll unwrap a bunch of them oh, before I even eat. Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah. then I can just enjoy them. <laughs> oh, I'll be like, all right, well, you know what? I'll get my work done now. Push them together. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even push them together. I'm just, I'm oh. getting my work done now. Lay them all out. So <laughs> then I can just Set eat. them strategically yeah. on your blood sugar machine. Yeah. yeah. And then conquer. Yeah. 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 What do you think? Compromise, have them stacked up like one of these lifesaver rolls, like one of these. Dude, and then yeah. you could just open them and then pop them. They're in. not individually wrapped, but they're still. Lifesavers are so good. Put together like that. Man, lifesavers are so good. That's an old candy that's like, they did it. Holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you check your kids' candy after trick or treating? Yeah. What do you look for? I always wonder, what are you, uh, are you looking for? Weird stuff? Razor blades. Yeah. That's, they're, they're, they always yeah. Do you have any of that, that stuff? Razor, all right. We're, just go, go to that. Yeah. That's, can you yeah. Go, yeah. So paranoia uh, about tainted candy spiked in the early 80s after a rash of Tylenol poisonings, which cyanide-laced Tylenol was found on store shelves. Do you remember this? Yeah. I, remember I do remember. It's a cray. It was a huge thing. Before before this, they didn't have childproof. Now, any, now any medicine you open, there's also a seal. Back then, yeah. you could just take yeah. the top off, put something in, and put it back on the shelf. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about now. And I mean, so they put stuff in and it killed people? Killed people. Yep. It was just you go somewhere and buy Tylenol. It was like, yeah. yep, wow. Still but did those people have a headache afterwards? <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, they were dead. They go. Technically I feel, worked. Yeah. I feel terrible, <laughs> but I also feel great. <laughs> and then die. But most of it's just rumors about razor blades and all that. It's rarely, rarely, rarely. It has happened before. One guy killed his own kids. I think mm. he taken out insurance on them. Yeah, it was like there's an insurance framing. for that. I yeah. like to take out insurance on my kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you going to kill him? Halloween no. insurance? No, we got a rough neighborhood with trick or treat in. I like the idea of just uh, getting packages of Gillette razor blades that aren't open yeah. razors, the tire shavers, <laughs> and giving them to the kids. Be like, I'm being upfront about yeah. this. Here, yeah. you're gonna. <laughs> I want you to use it when you're older to shave. But then have but put press starburst starburst on the blades. Yeah. And it's, it's like he's like, is there razors in this? You go, it looks like a starburst to me. And you're like, I know, but I'm holding the <laughs> razor the, thing. Hold the handle. And he's just it. like. He's like no. He's so mad. He's just not good at it. Like he's like, it's it's not. (laughs) Those are rumors. He yells at his. They're all rumors. Yells at his wife. He goes, you know. He goes, we left the things in, the handle. I don't think that's how it works. Why did you give me the shaving cream? Yeah. Also, if there's no razors. Yeah. The honey. The razors is like. uh, I do check their. We do check their candy. You're just looking for like see if it's already opened or. Something like that. Seeing what the candy is. I mean, some of it too is just out of matter of like when they're littler, you don't want them to choke. So you kind of point out the stuff you think that you just like trying to be safe. Uh, but I would do. You want something? What about a neighbor who just injects performance enhancing drugs into all the candy and then just gives yeah. it to the kids, and then you yeah. have a neighborhood of champions? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they what win then? state. And he just goes and he's standing at the end. He's by himself at the field goal post. Leaning on it because you can't, and they're just dominating. Yeah. And no, no one knows. Why. You can't tell anybody. You can't, can't, tell, anybody. can't tell anybody. But can't he knows. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. yeah. And then no one figures it out. And then, like the year he moved away, they're like, "We did not win a game. <laughs> <laughs> what happened?" And then they just finally figure it out. 
Yeah. Uh, Americans spend an estimated $6 billion annually on Halloween. It's the second largest commercial holiday after Christmas. I love it, man. Oh, my God. Halloween's really? so fun. But the kids, it's, I mean, it's just. I didn't even know anybody trick-or-treated. I thought you guys just had parties now. Because oh. trick or treating is like so dangerous. Truck no, or treat now, right? A lot of I those. thought it was just everybody yeah. at parties, and you just bring candy to the parties, and everybody does that. That would be fun, but no, the kids still. Our neighborhood does it. I mean, you got neighborhoods. The neighborhoods that are cool to do it in. Ours is a lot of kids in this neighborhood. It's now. I mean, these families are moving, the family neighborhoods. Yeah, on the streets of Brooklyn, where you live, or right. you know Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there is stuff like that. Yeah, but in a everywhere else america the coast if you're not in the coast right the, you're in the rest of the country which is all of the country real america. uh real america Ooh, yeah real no america. i think solid and i like the <laughs> eye did. contact as you're talking yeah. down to me yeah <laughs> for those of you just listening to this nate is making eye contact yeah. wow yeah condescending me <laughs> go I ahead nate. make yeah well i don't want to make sure you're getting it yeah yeah because people and on the they, coast don't get it they <laughs> you know they don't uh, high horses. By horses. High yeah. horses. High horses. They're yeah. on their high horses. We're on their high horses. So we have we have great uh, trick-or-treating in this neighborhood, and everybody goes around the house, and we always go around it. And so I always actually ask off for Halloween. Like, uh, I don't ask. I mean, I tell my agents <laughs> I don't want to work. I know. I always think of it as like a boss. Like, I'm like, hey, can I get off? I do email them like that. I go, anyway, I can get off. Uh, on Halloween, they're like, hey, you're, yeah, just don't do a show. Man. Yeah, just do. I'm like, that's cool, man. Appreciate it. You always work like you kind of like always got a boss, and then we uh, and so I always ask off because it's so fun. Like I love, uh, you know, it's fun to get to do. It's fun to get to go watch them, and it's just great. You wear a costume? Do you dress up? We did when she was little. Sometimes now she will ask me to, and I can usually be like, I'm a Vandy coach, and I just wear. Oh, Vandy stuff, that's a good one. but don't even change. Yeah, I don't even change. Yeah, <laughs> I go. I'm a. I'm a golf. I go. I'll be a golfer, and she's like, "That's a great idea." And I just wear it exactly. I think the Vandy and coach then, is great if you wear these. Yeah, too, that would be good. As it, you're like the. I'm the offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, that is scary. That is good. <laughs> so I'll do that. When we were little. We dressed up like Paw Patrol, Rubble, like, and she was like. Uh, I forget who she liked, Sky or something. She liked one of them. So me and my wife were the other two. And uh, what's she going as this year? Uh, I don't know. She's thinking. She's in between. She said that was one thing we talked about the other night. Uh, either I think either zombie softball player, which is she's playing softball, which is the classic. You switch into like mm-hmm. kind of you want to be like a z- scary kind of thing or a horse. Can I make a suggestion? <laughs> That's pretty. That's pretty. The gambit there. How about um a crossing guard? Because you're not a cop. Okay, it's not a superhero. You're just down home working class. Yeah. You're a crossing guard. Yeah. But you carry a flask around. You have a little bit of a drinking problem. Yeah. For him right? or for Harper? Harper. Harper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're only working from eight to like nine, <laughs> and then you're working from three to three thirty. Right. So the yeah. rest of the day, you got to give yourself a little bit of a backstory. Yeah. yeah. And you're lonely I think that's out better. there. I think. Yeah, yeah. You're lonely out there. You just went through a crippling divorce. Right. She can just wobble as she walks to the door. She's like, she trips, and he's like, "I'll drink her, treat her, trick her." Like, yeah. Says it. yeah. <laughs> And then you're like, and I'm just behind her, like, yeah. Yeah. are you a drunk crossing guard? Oh, uh, the top costumes for kids: Spider Man, Princess, Batman, Witch Ghost, Zombie, Zombies, are Witch, nine. yeah, Witch Ghost. 
Which ghost? What's a witch ghost? <laughs> which ghost are you talking about? Uh, witch and the ghost. Aaron, I'll give it that. Yeah, for, pet, yeah. for pets. A lot of people didn't Appreciate give it that. It, yeah. it Does Holly go? Uh, we walk her. She walks, like, we're, we're bringing her with her. I mean, she might throw something on her. You know, it's nothing too crazy. It's not big. You know, there's going to be like a little hat. I've been calling the dog Ollie the entire time. I really? didn't realize the dog was Holly. Have you said Ollie the Ollie, whole time? I've been calling it Ollie like the entire Muhammad, time. Yeah. Like Muhammad. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was O-L-L-I-E. Yeah. Muhammad Ali. Ollie Joe Prater. <laughs> great, is a great uh, old comedian that if I ever uh, was on Fox where they worked with him, just the best stories alive about this guy. He was so fat that they would, they'd have to put him on stage before the show. And so he would just sit on stage, so and there would just be a blanket laying over him. And the other opening acts had to do comedy in front of him. <laughs> and Foxworthy was one of them. And then he goes, there's a great book, which I don't know if I don't, I can't find. What's that book uh, telling the roads from the, stories from the road or something? Yeah. It's a great book. I'll find it. I used to have it. I think I gave it to someone. Uh, it's just all these old comics telling these horror stories of the road. And they're so, dude, I mean... I laughed so hard when I read it. It was Ollie Joe Prater, and they did, uh, and he would do that. I mean, they, they, and when it was his turn, they would just pull the blanket, like they're revealing a new car. <laughs> like, and they just pull it, and he's just sitting there smoking. He's been smoking cigarettes the whole time. He's drunk. Just yell at the crowd. They'd usually leave. He'd just sit up there. He never walked off. He just, it was like just one of those old school comics that were like a, like a legend in maybe not the best way, but a legend in just – so funny. I mean, it's so crazy. Just like, I'll show him, dude. Like, it's just that attitude. And I mean, there's a blanket on him. Do you address it as the opener? What's the what's the move? <laughs> I think there? it's obvious. I mean, you can see his head and shoulder. Like, their blanket comes over. <laughs> there's smoke coming out of it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of coming it. underneath it. Like, uh, my dad said there was a magician. They had to do that, too, because he was just really big. And they had to put him up there before. And you would just sit up there. And they just have something. He just sits there the whole show. And then they reveal him. And even when they reveal him, he's in a chair. So if they revealed him and he could stand up a little bit, it would at least be like, oh, maybe he came up from the back. But when they reveal him and he's in a chair, you're like, I think he's been back there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The whole audience realizes it. I mean, this was like yeah. 80s. You know, this is when it was just chaos. <laughs> Pretty great. Uh, some popular Halloween costumes this year yes. for, for adults. Beth Harmon from the Queen's Gamut. Jeff Bezos in Space. Oh. Um, Ted Lasso, Carol Baskin, Joe Exotic, Dr. Fauci. What about Brittany? Brittany's always a big one, but with the conservatorship, you could have a handcuff to a mannequin <laughs> yeah. and be like, that's my dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> be you and Harper. Yeah. Or you be the conservatorship, and then you got like Brittany, yeah. a, a, a doll, right. and you handcuff the doll to you. you. go, who's that? That's Britney Spears. <laughs> I'm the man that makes the calls around here. And he goes, does she want candy? And you go, no, she doesn't, but I'll take her candy. And <laughs> yeah. you take all her candy. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you off this this year for I Halloween? think so. I might be. It's Halloween is Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Is Are they going Saturday? That's always like, are they going Saturday? Or they're going to go Sunday. Uh, I might have to. If it's Saturday, I'll probably come home. If not, I might, because I'm in Columbus on the 29th. And that's Saturday, 21 Pilots are playing in uh columbus so i was going to stay and go to that but if they do halloween then i'll just go home if and but if hopefully if halloween sunday 
and I'll just come home Sunday. So another alternative, Airbnb is running out the Scream House for three nights. Ooh. October 27th, 29th, and 31st. Where is it? I think it's in Oregon or Washington State or something like that. What's the Scream House? The house from the movie Scream. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry, dude. I would love it. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I would love it. You'd love to do it. They yeah. can settle in for a VHS movie marathon of Scream films with a snack pack, Jiffy Pop included. Is, is that from the movie? Yeah. Um, you'll get a direct call on the home phone from Ghostface himself. Oh, man. And um, I think it said uh, David Arquette. Is he the sheriff? Yeah. I think he greets you or something. Oh, my God. You may have to do this. I like the idea of a haunted house, though. How much is it? Though. Uh, it's $5, I think. It's something really? like it's kind of like the that blockbuster thing. It's not yeah. about the money. It's just about who the promotion and who gets to do it. Yeah, I yeah. would love it. I wonder if they rented out oh Scream House. It's there. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. Wow. Oh gosh. Didn't have the price on here. Five dollars a night. Uh, Five dollars a night. Pretty cool. So you got to yeah. win it. Yeah, I think so. Oh man. I would love it. When it what are the nights? 27th, 29th, and 31st. Oh, I can't even do it. Uh, yeah. And I wonder if you can ever rent that house out on its own. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. An August 20th anniversary, and they're doing a new one in 2022. Yeah, I think it comes out in January. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. That's so exciting. <laughs> I love Scream. Scream is the last horror movie I thought. That it wasn't about the goriness. It was like, I mean, there was blood and stuff, but it was just yeah. a good, it was like the perfect horror movie for me where it wasn't like too gross. And then you got into Saul's. The first Saul was cool. Then after that, it just got like, we were talking about that, like yeah. one, like a guy's mouth gets ripped off and you're like, all right, dude, like yeah, I can't. I don't need to see that. I can't. This is too much. Allude to it. Allude to it. Yeah. And so Scream was just my favorite. And then, you know. Oh man, I love that. What was the one in the woods that was in the low budget? Blair Witch. Blair Witch. That was great too. Blair Everybody Witch. thought it was real. That was a great one. That was a super fun one to watch. And that was like, you're like, is this real? I mean, because this was the first time, you know, it's crazy to think. People don't realize it. You would think it's fake now, but you're when you're first watching that, you're like, well, who films himself? Right. And you're like, they were doing it. Like the only time you thought you filmed yourself was like, it could something like that could have happened. Yeah. And so it was such a good documentary style. That found yeah. footage. Shaky that found that footage. style of yeah. movie, yeah. And you were like, this is real, dude. Like, yeah. you know, and so they just did it really good. Uh, man, I love the idea of that. That's great. I need to watch all the screams. I'm going to rewatch them. Ooh, this month. Maybe we have a scream night on the bus. Oh, and we wow. go through them all. Yeah. I don't think you're back on until November, right? No, I'm not back on until yeah. November. <laughs> So hopefully there'll be some Thanksgiving movies you could force us to watch. Now. <laughs> yeah, playing Trace and Album. Yeah, you'll be fasting for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. you'll be sitting above the couch floating because he sits and that's where he meditates and he raises <laughs> up a little bit. And we have to sit. And everybody's got to on the bus go. Be quiet, everybody. <laughs> He's listening for a train car in the distance. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're talking about Blair Witch. Some witches, witches have been around since at least biblical times. It was in the Bible. Um, King Saul sought the witch of Endor to summon the dead prophet Samuel's spirit, and she did. And he prophesied about the death of Saul and his sons. So, and that didn't work out too well. And then in Exodus, what about the Salem 
witch trials. Well, I'm getting there. I'm just yeah, going in chronological so order. If he started with witch stuff and he went Bible first, things will work up to it. <laughs> Not talking about the most uh, famous witch of all time. I just think Blackboard went after me. Blackboard did Black. go after you. I think Blackboard. he went after me. Oh. Uh, in bubble, ex- bubble. Bubble, that's bubble? A, that's what I'd call you. <laughs> there was a, a word. There was a book written in the 15th century called, I can't pronounce it, Malleus Maleficarum, translates the Hammer of Witches. It was basically a guide on how to identify, hunt, and interrogate witches. And it spread throughout Europe as a way to spot witches. For more than 100 years, it was sold more copies of any book in Europe except the Bible. Wow. And wow. then... How to spot witches. Yeah. Well, like when, when somebody comes to your door dressed like a witch, you go... That's yeah, it. That's you have it. a black Green hat. Skin, broom. A broom. <laughs> yeah. Kids don't want to go old school anymore. Yeah. Like when you tell them to dress yeah. up, like you'll be like, what about a witch or a ghost? Or, yeah. Like they're all kind of like, eh, dude. Or like, a crossing guard with a drinking problem. <laughs> I'll be honest you. With you don't want to go old school. I think that's a good one. I bet that's an adult one. That would be a great adult part. Like a real, just right. then you just go and you drink and become that problem. <laughs> And you go, what are you crying? I'm a crossing guard that the parents complain about. Yeah, you have That's a whistle. Would you have a whistle? My mom. You have a, a whistle, and then you tell them. You tell them, uh, or you you uh, go. Guess what I am? And then they have 15 seconds, which is as much time as it takes to cross the street. Yeah, to guess it. Yeah, my mom was a crossing guard. <laughs> okay, well, did that hit too close to home for you, Nate? <laughs> yeah, she wasn't drunk, but she did it. She loved it. Yeah. All right, so now we're up to the Salem witch trial. 150 people accused. All right, Brian, don't give me a glare. <laughs> yeah. We're up to the Salem witch trial I, I now. Make sure you're listening. Call him bankrupt. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's bankrupt. like Brian. Who's good. Brian? Yeah. 18 people were put to death. Um, that's a shame. Yeah. 18. The most famous witch of that time was Bathsheba. Mm. No. No, come on. Oh, for me? No, is, is that what her name is? Bathsheba? Nope, Grace Sherwood. No, it's a very normal name. <laughs> it sounds like Gracia or Johnny Chevrolet. Bench. <laughs> her neighbors accused her of being a witch. The court decided to use the controversial water test to determine her guilt or innocence. Yes. Mm-hmm. They uh, bound her arms and legs, and she was thrown into a body of water. If she, they thought if she sank, she was innocent. If she floated, she was guilty. She did not sink, so she was convicted of being a witch. Why didn't she sink? Just because? I guess she mm. was just really. Yeah, floating and just really buoyant. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's someone would do that. You give her time, she's going to sink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so maybe. So what we're getting at is, is she was a witch and they nailed it. <laughs> I like it. They just didn't like her as a neighbor, and they're yeah. like, "She's a witch." <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't yeah. cut her lawn because I don't want to say anything. But a lot of brooms over there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the theory that the reason so many people were accusing other women of being witches back then is there was a late frost? when they were harvesting wheat or something that where it, it manipulated the crops in some way that there is a psychoactive chemical in the wheat for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So essentially all these villages, they were just tripping out of their minds oh. Oh. and they had no idea how, what was happening. I thought you were yeah. going to say, you're going to blame the poor harvest. You had to blame it on somebody. So yeah. why not these yeah. backwards women? Well, I think they just, I got yeah. bored during some of that. So and that <laughs> are was, you kidding I mean, me? That was a, that was less than a minute. And I just thought it, I thought, I think that's amazing. They were all tripping like they were on LSD. Right. And they had I don't no- think I believe that. All right. I don't think the whole town is, I've never heard that. Because they thought witches were everywhere. So every town 
Or there's this is just about Salem. I think they went off in Salem. Yeah, like they were just a little too much. But every other town, they can track that it was down. It, they're all next to farms. I, I think it's just Salem that this, oh. they think this. this but happened. witches have been around forever. Yeah. Well, that's why they knew what the idea of witches were, but they yeah. were just tripping. And then they go crazier, and that's right. why can they stepped it up a notch. Yeah, that's why they took it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> you don't believe it? No. I wish I knew more about it to defend it, but that's pretty much all yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are uh, werewolves. They're real, too. Uh, a guy named Peter Stubb was a wealthy 15th century farmer in Germany. Hmm. And, uh, he's the most notorious werewolf out there. According to folklore, he turned into a wolf-like creature at night and devoured many citizens of Bedburg. He was blamed for gruesome killings, and people said they saw him shapeshift from a wolf to human form. He experienced a grisly execution after confessing under torture to being a werewolf. Hmm. He declared his he owned an enchanted belt that gave him the power to transform into a wolf, but su- not surprisingly, the belt was never found. I wonder so, if you could be a werewolf and then you'd be like, um, but he's a rescue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll let him live. Yeah, we'll let him. Did, so he, he did kill people? Like yeah. He confessed to it, but he was being tortured. Yeah, yeah. So, so they just right. thought it was him. Right. Yeah. I mean, man, just, I mean, that's the crazy. Just a hairy dude. That old, yeah. It was <laughs> like. Turns out he's Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. They think back on let it go. That makes sense. All right. All right. Let's hit it. Just got to go back to the normal life. Can you imagine you go to another town that's like farther along than them, and you go, we killed a werewolf in our town, and they're like, good night. They go, what are these people? You go to like a New York City. You know, I don't know if New York is them, but you go to like, you know, a nice town that's like people, have, people are in libraries and they're reading books. <laughs> I would be from this town that killed this werewolf. And I walk in, we killed a werewolf the other night. And they're like, what? And you're like, yeah. he had a belt. And he goes, well, did you grab the belt? Because that'd be pretty cool to have. Uh, no, we couldn't, I think we couldn't find it. And we kind of gave up. We enjoyed killing them, though. <laughs> what are you guys reading? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to a study conducted at Australia's Calvary Newcastle Hospital, a full moon brings out the beast in many of mm. their patients. <clears throat> of the 91 violent uh, incidents that happened at the hospital, a quarter of them happened during full moons. Patients attacked staff and displayed a wolf-like behavior such as biting, spitting, and scratching. That's also when they bill you. Yeah. The prices are outrageous. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <coughs> My insurance doesn't kick in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you not cash this check till Monday? <laughs> <laughs> um Vampires. Uh Dracula was a real dude. Uh Count Dracula's real name was Vlad Dracula or v- Vlad the Impaler. He was from Transylvania, and um, they went with it. Yeah, he killed people with a wooden stake. But according to legend, he enjoyed dining amongst his dying victims, dipping his bread in their blood. Hmm. And they think that's where Bram Stoker's Dracula came wow. from. What Man, a high crazy carb guy! Way to kill this guy someone. had a family. <laughs> I guess I don't know. What makes you say that? That painting. Oh. Of him, <laughs> uh, beautiful wife and daughter. There's them getting married, maybe. Mm. Or shaking hands. Yeah. 
That's like, yeah, how was he at home? You go, I mean, he was great. He was, normal. He was, great, <laughs> he was a great, great father. Uh, Attentive husband. We wouldn't see him till dinner. Maybe if we got up early for breakfast, we'd see him. But out of the way, supportive. On the news, yeah, when they interview yeah. the neighbors, it's always yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> they go, how was he? Good. Uh, good guy. I mean, I saw him. I went through a phase where I was doing late night jogging. I'd see him all of those nights, but outside of that, I never really saw him. Uh, felt it, him. Felt his. I would feel his uh, they existence. Always ask, they always ask you the direct question too. Did you ever see him take bread and dip it into someone's <laughs> yeah. blood and then eat it? Never saw it. Never saw it. <laughs> and they go, and then they get mad at that person. They go, "Well, you should have saw it coming." That's when they do that with everybody. Every parent. I always feel a little bad. I. Uh, with the parents of like like Jeffrey Dahmer's parents or all these serial killer parents, and they ask them they're like, "You didn't see any of this," and you're like, "I don't like you don't think your kid." Yeah, it's like winning the lottery. You don't think you can ever win the lottery. Right. You don't think your kid could ever be a serial killer. Yeah, and like they had like kids in Columbine. They're like, "Well, I, don't, I mean, you know, they're like emo kid. You're like, I mean, mm-hmm. they're one out of I don't know thousands of emo kids that don't kill people. Right. Thousands and thousands of them. Yeah." And so you like you just don't think your kid could be the one, and I always kind of feel a little bad for the parents because everybody's like mad at them, and you're like, dude, you think I, I would have stopped this? Yeah, yeah, like I wouldn't have, you know. I mean, if they treated the kid bad and made him grow up in that environment, right, then that's yeah. one thing. But if it's sometimes it's just like a parent that's like, I I don't I didn't know what he was doing. Like you know, sometimes it'd be older parents are like, I don't even know what that music is saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. I can't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, ghost, the most famous ghost in America, it's right here. The Casper, Bell, the Bell Witch. Well, the oh yeah, all right, you went a different direction, but uh, sorry. yeah, sorry. The Bell, Bell Witch. Witch, which do you know the Bell Witch? Mm-mm. Uh, her name was Kate Bats, and she's, I mean, very close to like thirty miles from here. Yeah, probably you can uh, go over there. Yeah, there's been movies made about it. Uh, some people think the Blair Witch was kind of part of that came from her story, but. She haunted this family in the 1800s, and there's you still go to a tour there now. Andrew Jackson supposedly went there. Did they get to the bottom of like I like the oh she's been haunting this family for so long, but did they get to the bottom of like why what her problem? I yeah, think yeah. John Bell cheated her out of some land. Maybe mm. that was the the dad of the house, and she really messed with him. She poisoned, ended up poisoning him, and uh, and I think one of his daughters she really didn't like and messed with her. They did he die? I think so. Yeah. From the poisoning from the witch? I think so. So she was alive, and they said she was a witch, but she was just like a neighbor. No, when she was alive, she was just a regular person, I think, Yeah, Kate Bats. And then after she died, I think she came back and haunted him, supposedly, because maybe he... And he got poisoned, and back then they just go, that makes sense, it's the witch. And then his wife... Lived a happy life because she poisoned her husband and said, these idiots think it's a witch. I'm not saying I want it to be a witch, yeah. uh, but it's kind of crazy. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. you know, right. so he got poisoned and he died. I believe so. And um, no one. He had paralysis in his mouth. They think now probably it was Bell's palsy, but at the time they thought she gave it to him. Well, this makes a lot more sense. So it, what was the poisoning? I think that's something separate. Yeah. Uh, in 1986, um, a staff writer for the Tennessean and a photographer visited uh, the Bell Witch Cave, which you can still go to today. Yeah. 
and they saw so many weird things going on and heard so many weird noises. They they left. They would not stay for the night. So that was at night when they went. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go to Bellwood's Cave and stay for the night. Would y'all go? That's the new Krispy Kreme challenge. <laughs> yeah. Would you do it? I would do it. Hundred percent. I would love it. Hundred percent. I'd do it. Maybe we can do it. Maybe we can set it up. And they'd let us go do it. Maybe. Even Bellwood people listening. Mm-hmm. People got to run that place, right? Yeah. So they yeah. and we're not gonna tell you when we're doing it because I don't want a bunch of people showing up, scared, just us. making it worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna be handled that night to begin with, and yeah. I don't want a bunch of folks just coming down banging on this cave. And I'm like, <sighs> Brian runs out with his shirt off, covering his <laughs> chest. He goes, I can't do it. <laughs> no, you just hear a weird noise, and then <laughs> dude, Brian came out of the cave with no shirt off, and you're like. He slept with no shirt on in there, like with just us. And like he's wearing, he's sleeping like he's normal sleeping. We're sleeping in jeans and a coat. And he's Brian. Brian gets ready for real bad. He has to bring a generator to plug his CPAP machine in. And he goes, All right. Extension good night. cord that runs the yeah. Springfield. <laughs> yeah, runs the Springfield. That's how they find us. Yeah. And he goes, Good night, everybody. And he says, Good night, folks. And you're like, just go to bed, man. We're all in here. Got a nightcap. Yeah. I say, I wonder if we can do that. If he, if some reason, if someone from Bellwitch is listening, will they let us go stay there? Are we try? I don't know if you can stay there, or if you can though. Hey, I don't know if you can either. Yeah. If not, we're just go visit it. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it'd be fun. Uh, a couple more ghosts. The lady in red of Huntington College. This is in Montgomery, Alabama. Montgomery, Alabama. Oh, you yeah. know this? I know. Yeah, the red lady. Uh oh, the red lady. Okay. Well, she uh, she was from New York. Mm. She went to college in Alabama. Her parents sent her. She didn't like Alabama, and so she didn't. Who does? She didn't fit mm. in there. My wife. <laughs> She's from there. Me. I'm from there too. Aaron's from there. No. Yeah. Uh, right. I, can't turn, I can't, can't turn it down. I can't turn it down. Still feels yeah, good. Yeah, it still <laughs> feels good. <laughs> Even when it's against you, you're like, I kind of like it. Yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. This guy's a lot of fun. Uh, everyone tried to befriend her, but she just didn't fit in there. And um, I, d- I doubt that part of the story. Yeah, <laughs> everyone tried to invite her to stuff, and she right. just where's she at? We killed her. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we were, you know, asked her to go out with us. She just never wanted to. Yeah. Her father was the lobster claw guy, <laughs> lobster boy, lobster boy. <laughs> uh, so she ended up jumping out of a window and killing herself. And uh, but now she roams the like it's the school there. Well, I don't. Yeah, I definitely don't believe you don't do that if everybody's going. We were trying to make her come out and hang out with us. Yeah, where were they at? Huntington College in Montgomery, Alabama. And so they have her dorm room blocked off. Yeah, and it's like a historical site on the college now. Can you go see it? You can go, but yeah, you can't live there now. Obviously, he wants to sleep there. He wants to sleep every haunted place (laughs) for one night. Dude, I would go. I would go look at haunting. I I love the idea of haunting stuff. I'll watch that stuff. How about she jumps out of the window in a red dress and guy just walks by and goes, "Roll Tide." Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I guess she was really a fan. Roll Tide. (laughs) If there are any, he goes, then the guy's like, worry, worry, worry. <laughs> and then they fight about it. And then the guy, what if the guy that poisoned that tree becomes a ghost? <laughs> Harvey Updike. Yeah. 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 I just got too much Bama in me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He po- yeah. Have he, you heard this this guy? Uh-uh. He's a crazy Alabama fan. He poisoned some trees and like not some trees. So Auburn yeah. has a main tree in the key after the after the yeah, it's a famous thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a big, big tree, been there for hundreds of years. Yeah. And they would roll it with toilet paper after every win. 
and I think every win. Yeah. Uh, and then so it was, it was a big tradition. It's yeah. been going right. on forever. Right. And and Auburn beat Alabama, and an old man that's a big Alabama fan went and poisoned the tree, that's and crazy. it's gone. The tree's gone. Who now. loses a football game and goes? Time to go see an arborist. What's his yeah. name? That guy. <laughs> Harvey, Harvey Updike. Up- Not to defend him, but his argument was they they had disrespected Paul Bear Bryant by taping a Scam Newton jersey to, as, as he calls it, a Cam yeah. Newton jersey to the statue of Paul Bear Bryant. So he said, I'm going to repay that by, po- by doing poisoning the trees. Poisoning so, tree. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're like, so you cut the jersey. Like, I would think, I look at that as being like Scam Newton or whatever. Uh, Scam Newton's against him. Well, yeah, he's an Alabama fan. Auburn fans taped a scam. What they call it? He cam called. Newton. He, calls he it called scam it a scam Newton. Newton jersey. Uh, it was a Cam Newton jersey. Yeah, yeah. But you want to go? That's the point of shenanigans in college. Yeah. yeah. And this is why you're an adult and you should not be. Well, he named his kids Bear Bryant. Yeah. And he has a daughter named Allie Bama. Yeah. yeah. So it's it clearly all makes sense. Yeah. He admits he's now like starting I, to come into focus. He's like my priorities yeah. are not right. right. Yeah, he said that oh, in an yeah. interview. He's like I'm not healthy. Yeah. Now That's does he good. go to prison like in like a log cabin or? Yeah. What do they do to him? Uh, he lives in mud now. Yeah, he died. Did he? He did die last year. Yeah. Oh really? Right after we talked about him on the podcast. Oh yeah. Did yeah. he go to? Uh, did he go to prison? Yeah, he went to prison. He admitted it on Paul Feinbaum's. Yeah. That was the only reason. No one would have known that the tree was poisoned. He could have got away with it. Right. Because right. how would you ever know that the tree was poisoned? And then he calls and says, I poisoned the tree. He called in the most popular sports radio yeah. show in the South. And he was like, let me yeah. tell you what I did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I responded. I poisoned the tree. Yeah, crazy, crazy story. Man. I think that's crazy a new story. show. Nature Court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bring the tree in and he's got to talk to the tree and the tree's got a lawyer. And you have the, the lawyer standing next to the tree. He goes, you see my trees, the tradition is 100 years. And then that guy's just got to sit over there with his lawyer. And his lawyer's an Auburn grad. (laughs) And he's like, this ain't fair. Uh, Um, Resurrection Mary is a well-known Chicago ghost. She's also called the Vanishing Hitchhiker. People see her walking down the street. They pick her up to give her a ride. She gets to this cemetery, says, can you let me off here? And then she gets out of the car and she vanishes into the cemetery. That's pleasant. I'd like yeah. to do that with her. Like she's like a level-headed ghost. She's not trying to bother you. Yeah. She's trying to she get a ride. She gives you a cool yeah. experience. She's basically like I give right. you a good time. But doesn't pay, you know. That's Take an true. Uber. Take a lift. Yeah. Maybe she started doing that. We'll visit her too. Yeah, we'll visit her. We'll pick her up. So, we'll visit Resurrection, the Bell Witch Cave, or if you're a college girl in Montgomery, Alabama, mm-hmm. we could come stay at your dorm, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I think that's the order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll do one more. Uh, the Exorcist, based on a true story. So, in the late 1940s, um, Roman Catholic Church performed a series of exorcisms on an anonymous boy called, they call him Roland Doe. Um, he was 14 years old and he was supposedly demonic possessed. Uh, the first they called a Lutheran pastor and he couldn't handle it so he said you need a catholic priest yeah. <laughs> you need a professional that's yeah. really great that's really great that's he's really like great. i don't we're not y'all are kind of cuckoo you know what i mean <laughs> he goes i ain't ever seen this <laughs> he was all interested at first because he was really into it and then he was like uh no you need a catholic i can't handle this so then they call him the catholics <laughs> he comes in with the pulls the hose out of his <laughs> He's like a professional, like Kathy's like, he doesn't even, he just Out of the way. says this stuff. 
holy Mary. Like he's, he's not even really there. He's like, he's, yeah, the Lutheran can't handle it, and the Catholic priest is like, if you asked him about it, he's like, I, maybe I remember that day. I don't, I don't know. Uh, during the exorcism, the boy allegedly slipped out of one of his hands of the restraints, broke a bed spring under the mattress, and used it as a weapon, slashing the priest's arms, which that made them halt the first exorcism. And then two priests came back, and they observed shaking bed, flying objects, boy speaking in a weird voice. Mm. Can I say that never would have happened if it was a helix mattress? <laughs> yeah. Can I bring the sponsor into yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There aren't arbitrary springs where yeah. you could get possessed and then slash a priest. Yeah. You know? Unless you put it to that sleep number. They could make they could make a movie about it. Like you just show the priest walking out and just smoking a cigarette. <laughs> And he just you just hear like nonsense behind you like bah, bah, like so yelling. He's like he sits outside and he goes, All right. <laughs> and then just take it and goes back inside. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. As a Catholic myself, you know, these priests had to endure all these scandals, but no one talks about the when they show up for an exorcism, they're there and they mean business. Yeah. Right? Like they're not calling anybody else, you know? Yeah. They're calling Catholic priests to come in. Yeah. Do you guys know of any real exorcisms? As the resident Real. Catholics here? No, I don't. Um, no, none, none like this. <laughs> well, you get any low key exorcisms? They had like kind of <laughs> like a, a, they had a kind of witch scenario where it's like this one kid I grew up with. I always thought it, and we almost killed him, but. <laughs> I just got I started football and then I just got yeah. Aaron's like, none that they made a movie yeah. about, but yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, a few yeah. devils yeah. come yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the famous ones, but I mean, yeah. typical stuff, uh-huh. crawl on the ceiling, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We thought this one changes. kid did. Turns out it was the flu. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but now, I mean, they say that a lot of this stuff probably didn't really happen. Yeah. It was probably just exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? Yep. Uh, all right. That it? So yeah. Halloween's all yeah. about. Halloween all about. Yeah. Have fun. Happy Halloween. Have a great time. It's a wonderful time for kids. Dress up. Don't be afraid to be a hobo. That's an old school one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a fun one. Yeah. Do I think it's a good thing. Do a backstory. Yeah. That might get says, creative. Get creative. It's Whatever you are, creative. if you're a princess, yeah. have a backstory. Yeah. Why are you this? If you're Cinderella. You know, tell them yeah. and be into it mm-hmm. and be like, I'm this because, you know, that's fun. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of going as not to prolong the podcast if you're trying to wrap up, but one of like an ancillary character, like not Cinderella, but I'm one of Cinderella's sisters. Yeah. Things were supposed to be going great for me. Yeah. And then she just stole, she threw shade. Yeah. If Well, so when they're little, I think they just, it's so hard not to be Cinderella. But if the older you, the, yeah. if you're 12, 13, 14, I think that's brilliant. Like, start just being the, uh, you know, uh, be, you know, be a Ghostbuster, but be the one they fired before the four came in. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. make up, yeah, make up yeah. something, right? Yeah. To be like, oh, you worked with the Ghostbusters. You go, I was, uh, I got let go, uh, or some. I don't. know. That's not the best, but the fifth Beetle, the fifth Beetle. Yeah, yeah. Peter Best. Pete best. Yeah, Pete, yeah, Pete Best, and like just you know, and then who I think, had a good career? Who had a good career? Really good career. Yeah. I like that. The Cinderella Sisters is is a good one. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. 
Uh, Pinocchio, you go as Geppetto. It's like, I can't yeah. control this kid. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. he doesn't want to be real. Yeah, you got to be real with me. Yeah. You know, do a scare You're straight. You got to be all, real with me. Yeah. You're lying all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a good one. If you that one, if you get like uh, your a sibling involved, yeah. would be great. Jack and the Beanstalk. You're the guy who sold the fake beans. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, and you just look like you're always trying to get away, <laughs> like here, because everybody's like, God, that bean thing is growing pretty quick. Yeah. Like, oh, man, it's kind of crazy. You just walk up to groups and go, I don't know, how about even, man? I wonder who did that, and you walk away. And then the last house, you tell them. Like that guy that called in and poisoned the tree. Yeah. You tell him, I sold the beans. Let me tell you what I did. Let me tell you what I did. I drove down from my house about 35 miles from Daveville. I sold him magic beans. <laughs> Roll tide. Roll tide. Oh, yeah. uh, you got a shirt that says magic bean salesman? Yeah. 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 Like, uh, I'm a magic bean salesman. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah, if you listen to this, uh, Grand Ole Opry, Ryman. Columbus, Ohio, 27, 28, 29th. Columbus, we have two shows. I believe these Grand Ole Opry's and Ryman's are, are they are close to be sold out. And there's one more Grand Ole Opry November 15th, and it's it's not far off. So you can still get tickets for that. Uh, but big, big shows for me. These will be some highlights for me to do them in Nashville. And then uh, I'm with you on those shows. Oh yeah. Y'all are both with me. Yep. yep. So some Nate land shows. Yeah. So if you want Nate land shows, cause they haven't gone out a ton with me uh, and we got a few dates. I've been doing a lot of like, well, we're here doing this. Yeah. And then I've been bringing a lot of my buddies from New York and stuff like that. So it's been fun. Uh, but they will be on these. My dad will be on it. Grand Ole Opry, Ryman and Columbus, Ohio is all of us and my dad. That's awesome. Uh, and then, you got oh yeah please follow me at comic mike v on all social media platforms a comic mike v.com on all social media platforms for a link tree about at comic mike v on instagram and twitter mike for dates thank yeah. you thank you thank you that's like a real like a psa announcement <laughs> oh, really also well my podcast mike vecchio investigates available on itunes and the macaroni rascals which is a patreon Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you again. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Have a good day at school, everybody. All right. Good night. Or good, we're saying good night now because it's night, but have a good, whenever you listen to this, have a good rest of that, whatever that is. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetti, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit with LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. 
Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. 